Why did you have to come here now? Of all the missions and all the jungles and all the world, you had to come walking into this one. October, I tried to stay away. I thought I was never going to see you again. That you were out of my life. But it's a sequel. I had to come. Well, no, in fact, you rubbed David belly gold. <laughs> Jump over the table. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? I would be just rubbing my belly. <laughs> yeah, <on. laughs> Dave, stop where, it. You're, where, you're where, scaring Justin. Where do they come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to know. Where do I, where do I have to... Which is, orb is please pour out of Isn't there a... There's a legendary... It might be Shakespeare. I think it's Shakespeare that, like, this princess and had... Oh, it's that... It's that from Uncut Gems, that play they were doing where she vomited up oh, the gold yeah, coins yeah, yeah, yeah. because huh. they put a curse on her and they were like, they didn't they didn't think it was a yeah. curse. It's like, look, we can give her enormous wealth. Every time she opens her mouth, gold yeah. coins, so yeah. she can never speak again. So that's oh, the ironic wow. tragedy of uh-huh. Shakespeare. Well, that's a good... Uh, I, I know I did that. We're, we're I did that for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I, would be, I was going to ask... We're I pointed talk at him very aggressively. We're going to talk <laughs> Golden Globes just for, uh, for a tad here, but uh, before that, yeah, Dave and I went and saw Uncut Gems. Which would have been number one on my twenty nine bean really pod if it had seen it was absolutely fucking phenomenal wow. in every aspect from the first shot to the last shot. It wasn't relaxing. It, it wasn't. It was very stressful. It doesn't it's, seem it's relaxing. Super stressful. No. Yeah. It's, and if you look at the you, reviews on IMDb, it's like anxiety. You, you have stress. high anxiety. Yeah. This movie will make. This movie will screw with you for most of it. Ugh. But it's one of the best but movies you'll, on you'll gambling. You'll like it when you're done, but you'll be glad it's over. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the best movies on gambling. Like. Uh-huh. Uh, Ever, it's certainly the best Adam Sandler movie, and I feel so bad for him because if it wasn't for Joaquin Phoenix, he would walk away with the Oscar yeah. for Best Actor. And yeah. unfortunately, because Joaquin Phoenix is there this year, I mean, that's and just, so then that's like, what happens. So who else then, is going to be up for that actor? Do you think for I, the Oscars? For the Oscars, yeah. well, Leo will be up for it. That's true. Brad uh, Pitt, maybe. No, they're giving that's him supporting. supporting. They're yeah, giving that's him right. supporting. Uh, but what, yeah. what other movie was there that was dominant? Well, you well talk about I'll the talk about the Golden Globes. But before that, yeah, un- Bam. so Uncut Gems was amazing. <laughs> Everyone I highly, highly recommend it. Adam Sandler was next level great in it. Yeah. The, it was super shocking at times. Uh, there's some serious randomness in it. It stuck with me for uh, for the last two days, and I've tried to research everything about It's done by, like, two Jewish brothers who uh, have, like, a, a connection with one of their uh, – with their father, I guess, working in the uh, jewelry district in New York. And they had done another movie that's available on Amazon Prime that I haven't watched yet, but it's called Good Time with uh, Robert Pattinson. Where Good him and his, uh, <laughs> Which is funny yeah. because th- there's a random uh, – and th- that's an easy spoiler that won't spoil shit <laughs> that we can talk about yeah, with yeah. Uncut Gems. Show how random the movie is because there's a lot of celebrities in the movie playing celebrities, right. uh, like Kevin Garnett's playing Kevin the Garnett. Mm-hmm. The weekend's in it playing himself. Uh, no, the, it's uh, uh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the, what, this week some, from tomorrow. Yeah. There's some random scene where Adam Sandler is going through his building and he's he doesn't want his kid to go into his actual apartment because the girl he's hooking up with might be in there. Uh-huh. So. And the kid has to take a shit like super bad, so he's knocking on his neighbor's doors in this random scene. It, it, he literally had one word line, and he's like, "He's like, you can. My neighbor will let you use his bathroom. Don't worry." And he's knocking on the door. He says, "This guy's a national treasure. He was, uh, you know, you ever seen Good Times? He's a dad from Good Times. He was also in uh, Coming to America." What? So the door opened. John Amos 
uh, was there and he's like, hey, my kid, can I, can he use the bathroom? And uh, John Amos looks up and says, no, and shuts the door. And that was it. Damn. That was the only John Amos like reference or anything they even mentioned awesome. about the whole movie. And I was like, how fucking random is That's that? That's crazy, shit, man? though. <laughs> but, oh, man, the movie is so fucking Yeah. Good. Dude, yeah. I, I just want to know, like, okay, so you're already aware that the Joker's coming out. You're already aware that, like, more than likely, you know, he's going to win the Oscar. Why not just push your movie release back two fucking weeks and get it into 2020? I don't and think then... people realized it. Because everybody Those will forget about set. it if it comes out in January. Yeah. That's why all the big That's movies true, come out yeah. towards the end of the year. Yeah. So and that you're it's not... fresh in your mind. And yeah. most of the movies aren't aiming for a best uh, actor. Like, the Joker won't win best picture. Mm. I mean, it might, it might, but I doubt it. I think 1917. So the Golden Globes... We're great. I watch them every year. I don't think I've missed one in like thirty years. Oh, wow. It's the more fun one to, than the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, everyone wants the Oscar more, but the Golden Globes are the fun one to watch because yeah. it's where the because the celebrities are yeah. drinking <laughs> and they go and they say inappropriate shit. Well, and, and then, I, I heard about uh, Ricky Gervais' oh, awesome. his opening. Like, oh, his opening was where so he basically. Funny. Did you hear about it? Oh, I he ripped everybody. Like everybody. Basically, get over yourself. Yeah, yeah you know, like yeah. y'all. And they should. Yeah, need, they need him to poke. He was like Greta Thornburg has been in school longer than any of you. <laughs> like none of you relate Leo, to real life. His like, Leo joke. He's like, oh, once upon a time in America. He's like, it was great, but man, talk about a long movie. By the end of it, uh, Leo DiCaprio's date wasn't even old enough <laughs> for him to date anymore. Uh, and everyone laughed. They thought it was funny as hell and everything. But was yeah. young enough for him to date? Anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Obviously, he won for the Joker. Everyone saw that coming a mile away. The best picture went to 1917. Uh, the, oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, for drama, the best uh, picture for the. Uh, um, comedy, comedy yeah. is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which <laughs> I don't. Paul texted me to let me know. <laughs> well, that was just the, the screenplay. Oh, okay. uh, he also won Leo. Uh, no, Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting Actor, and it won Best Picture. Huh. And it has a, it's chances are that in 1917 are going to be the two that are up for. Best when did they split the that category? A while ago. It was it that long ago? All I can remember. As long back as I can remember. Why do they have to say comedy? There's very little funny about that movie unless you're funny. twisted. There's a good... There's unless a you're good, a twisted person. There is a good amount of comedy, though. Almost every scene, there's a, yeah, there's a tad true. in it. And I mean, obviously, they're pushing it to go to that category. And, they and just the had to find something. Yeah, the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, they're not the first movie to do that. Yeah. The, yeah. The, at, it's an open category. The... Uh, a woman won best uh, composer for the best score for oh, the cool. Joker that, the from time, I, from Iceland. Uh, uh, this Iceland, uh, Icelandic woman, and I can't even think of another woman composer, let alone one that's ever won mm. one. So she was the first woman to win for that category. Oh, that's it was cool. very exciting, Pretty and that sweet. was a great uh, score too. So uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought all the a lot of the awards went to exactly who deserved to win them. Uh, I was so one. Which one surprised you the most? Um. Maybe 1917. I don't know. Uh, maybe because I hadn't seen it yet, yeah. and I'm hoping it that's goes one of the only soon. few ones that you hadn't seen. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Four versus Ferrari. I think that's, that's going to get a lot more love. Uh, what's incredible is that Uncut Gems didn't get. They must not have been eligible yet. Is my only idea yeah. because uh, Adam Sandler would have been nominated. Because you got to remember, you, those movies are playing years in advance. Yeah, yeah. and that it was a Christmas release. Yeah, like but 19. if you they missed their if they if they wanted to be in the Golden Globes, they probably had to register a month before. And nineteen seventeen comes out tomorrow. It won Best Picture at the Golden Globes. 
What? Yeah. But they must have released it early in one theater. Maybe. Just to get it. Yeah. I, I'm sure they, that's, that's how they is. do it. Yeah, yeah, showing for assholes. eight people in Brooklyn so a bunch of hipsters can go. And- well, yeah. <laughs> if Sandler uh, doesn't get nominated, we're all rioting. Next, yeah. next pod you'll hear, we're going to be doing live from the streets. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm going to be really Walking up off. to random people. What do you think about Adam Sandler not being nominated for an Oscar? Get the fuck away from and me. As much as, I lo- <laughs> as much as I loved him, and I loved the movie even more than The Joker, you can't take it away from Joaquin that you can't look at that performance and be like, you can't give him the award. Yeah. It's one of, every once in a while, there's an award that you give. It's like when Far- uh, when Tom Hanks got from Forrest Gump. or It's like when just, Heath Ledger won. Yeah, when Heath Joker. Ledger. I was like, you oh, know? who's going to win? It was a supporting actor, which is an easy one yeah. to roll anyways. Best actor is a little bit more difficult. But there's some really good movies out there that I'll hopefully I'll be able to watch between now and that Parasite won for best foreign film which oh, everyone knew that was going to happen too that was the lock uh, I was watching it with my wife and a couple of our friends and everything and the, they were they were naming the nominations and I, I was like this is the point where I'm going to go get coffee I said because Parasite's going to win and they can hear him <laughs> from the other room screaming it's like I know he's going to win yeah. I was like I was on the president's top list <laughs> you should have gone Fleabag to Vegas won, I'm uh, guarantee you there right? was odds yep, yeah. Fleabag won for the, uh, for the TV one which yeah. I was excited because I, I had just I, yeah, it. I, I keep forgetting they, they do TV as well yeah, yeah. So I would be lost because I don't watch any new television. Yeah. I watch new – if the, the series category, I would probably see half of that stuff, but I always see it way too late. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't started a new TV show since Letterkenny a year and a half yeah. ago. What you know. streaming services do you have? Um, I have Hulu and Netflix. Hulu and Netflix, And yeah. I, I just realized – It sucks that most of the good ones, it seems to me, are on Amazon Prime and HBO. <laughs> One of the best ones I've seen recently was uh, – and I've seen it ten times, mm-hmm. but I watched it again recently – it's in. It's that OJ versus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It was good. I also have uh, Disney Plus because yep, I have Disney Verizon. Plus. <laughs> and uh, I just realized at Christmas that I've been paying for an Amazon Prime membership oh, for wow. God knows how long. So I, really? I, I guess I have Amazon Prime well, as well. You you're back in the game, man. I know, right? Like, <laughs> no excuses. Uh, <laughs> or you got a lot of help now. <laughs> See, the, the Watchmen wasn't nominated at all because it wasn't eligible. Next year, it's going to be all Watchmen. Mm. They'll, they'll rule all things. So. All right. But there were plenty of action movies but at the Golden sequels? Globes. To action. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the question. <laughs> yeah, this week we're going to talk some action sequels, man. Uh, I always love action movies. Sequels are always great because action movies, you know, that is, the bar is set pretty low to begin with. Do so it, to be able to uh, always bust great, <laughs> sometimes great. I don't yeah. know. You can always just appreciate the action, though. That's the beauty of action movies compared to, like, just a normal good movie. You want the story. Sorry. If you're watching a drama, you want the story yeah. to be good. As long as the action, if you're watching a car chasing movie, at least you can come out of it going, eh, well, the car chases were awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, and the cool thing about sequels means that first one made money, mm-hmm. which usually means, I bet if you looked up, I bet very few sequels that were good didn't yeah. ha- had budgets higher than the original. And you don't have to establish Yeah, characters. you can jump right over characters. You can jump right, right in. Yeah. But we know who Hobbs and Shaw are. We know who John McClane is. We know who all these kind of uh, characters are. So, boom, here's the new situation they're in. Yeah. And it's interesting when somebody... You want to get the sequel. Well, First I, one out of the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm always excited when a sequel comes out because I'm... I'm really wondering how they're going to work it. Are they really just going to redo number one, which they do a lot, yeah. and they still turn out to be pretty good. I mean, you keep you can't keep doing that. By the time you get to three or four, people are going to want something like uh, ingenious and genuine, and it's not always there. <laughs> are any of the films on yours better than the original? Um, I don't think so. Maybe. There's one of mine, well, there's two of mine that are like a series, but like... 
I don't think they're better than the original. Three out of my five are better than the original. Wow. In my opinion. I would in say most people's at least opinion, three out of five of mine are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I might, they might all be. Except well, maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> Although, <laughs> because I, mean, I don't remember the original. Yeah. I, I've talked about it a lot here recently, but like, I think John Wick 2 is probably better than John Wick 1. Yeah. I I, that's what I've heard uh, about that franchise, that the second one's better than the yeah. first one. We and watched, it's not unusual. We, we watched, the, well, they got the killing of the puppy and the wife out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think there are several that I think is better. I think you could say that about the Nolan Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight's clearly better than Batman oh, yeah. Begins. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Empire you, Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, absolutely. But it, that's a that's hard a, one because you, when there's action. that much establishment going on, yeah. you... you you really can't have that second one without the first one. No, so. just Lucas, he dropped the ball in the first one. Yeah. Well, that's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'll, that's a resounding opinion in the movie world. <laughs> All right, I say we start right off, man. We got some really, uh, I've got some cheese. I know Dave's got some cheese. I got on cheese. It. You got cheese oh, on yours? Dude. You got some dripping? I am fucking nachos, dude. Fondue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, all right, so I'm uh, going to start off with 2003's Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys for Life, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, that the, was that the tagline? Was I, I think it, it was. Bad Boys for Life, and, and the new life? one. I think that's the that's title the name of it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, but I think that someone says it in the second one. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, um, Gabrielle Union, Joey Pants. Um, Arguably, I can't. I can't remember the second one compared to the first one. The first one I remember. I need to really go watch because I'd love to see the new one. The new mm-hmm. one looks like no. they they made it. The good thing about that new one is they worked their age into it. Yeah. Like Martin Lawrence doesn't want to get off the couch. Yeah. And, uh, well, Nobody's and diving across cars anymore. Yeah, I mean, they're right? Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. He just crawls yeah. across it. <laughs> I'm like Murtaugh being too old for this shit. I think and, both of them are too old for this shit. And that's what I was going to say. Like, that's clearly Martin Lawrence's, like, yeah. role in that is, yeah. like, Once, you know. If you embrace that, then it then it's funny. It's yeah. ironic to the – when was the last – like, there was, like, 10 or – there was 10 or 20 years between – this uh, one and the last one before, oh, more right? Than that. Yeah. Well, this was two thousand three, so that's when seven, the t- uh, Bad Boys two came 17 out. Seventeen years, yeah. So yeah. Seventeen so years. It's crazy. And when's the last movie you saw Martin Lawrence in? I mean, oh, it's been a while. It's been a while, man. Blue He's streak been like, or, you know, I know he had some issues. Uh, I don't know if it was substance abuse or it was something or mental. He just uh, had kind of, <laughs> yes he, and yes. I think he needed, <laughs> he needed a mental week off, and I don't yeah. think he. Yeah. Had I think it, it lasted seventeen years. Because <laughs> I mean, remember that was that story when he was in traffic, screaming yeah. at people. And he would does a funny skit about that night. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Not by my Martin Lawrence. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, I can't believe I was out there in my underwear with a handgun and all this, and he's. Like and they said I was smoking crack. Well, that was true. <laughs> <laughs> I might get it. I might have got the story wrong, but basically yeah. that's how. Yeah. Well, he's he looks like he alone will end up carrying that new one. Like oh, the yeah. comedy that he adds and to that, it. And that's the thing. Is he like, sort of done, I'm sort of one. done with Will yeah. Smith all these for series? some reason. I'm sort yeah. of done. With I want to see Gemini Man. Uh, uh, no. That's the least one I'm interested. I, I want to see it. It though. got really bad reviews. Well, but. I love movies that get really bad. Yeah, reviews, I mean, we were just saying you just watched. You just we were just uh, saying that you watched. The, well, no, he and I you, were talking about Rambo, and Rambo has like a twenty three percent on you Rotten can't Tomatoes, really go by and it. I fucking loved it. Yeah. You know. Um, so tell us a little about number two. I can't remember the storyline. Okay, yeah. so um, basically, the main overall storyline is is there's um, an ecstasy cartel that's mm-hmm. using a funeral home, and they're shipping ecstasy in from Cuba, I believe. Um, Who's the main villain? Do we know? Uh, it, it, I don't. I don't want to get his name wrong. It's Jordi Moala Mo, Moya. 
Yeah, I don't even recognize him. Yeah, he's really good though. Like he, he's, Peter Stamari's in this. Michael Shannon's in this. This was young for Michael Shannon. Yeah, and I don't even he remember. Was probably henchman I, number two. I think he might have been um, a cop, but I'm not sure. I I don't recall huh. him in it. And Henry Rollins in it. <laughs> they yeah. even gave Michael Bay credit for the cabbie. Crappy cab Crappy driver. Crappy cab driver. Yeah. Um, Henry Rollins is like the the tech guy. Um, Henry Rollins is always plays opposite of the character you expect him to yeah. play. Like he's but, the doctor in. Jo- he's like the doctor in Johnny Mnemonic. I was like, you got. Henry Rollins to play the doctor in this action he's the, film. He's the bodyguard in a, dr- a dress suit. Heat for heat. Oh. Yeah. oh no, I take it back. John Sally is their tech oh, okay. guy, and he's got those big, huge, thick glasses oh, yeah, on, yeah. and he plays like, oh, he's so funny. Um, so yeah, so they're trying to break, basically uh, break down this ecstasy ring, um, and dude, Joey Pants is the captain, and he is just so I mean, fucking funny. If you want to sell drugs, Joey Pants, he knows his stuff. Ex- well, <laughs> ecstasy ring, too, very 2003. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> was that when that drug was popular? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around that. Let More like think. 90. Yeah. Um, Between yeah, yeah, what my friends time. were doing <laughs> I, back then. If I can recall, 97 through uh, <laughs> February 23rd, yeah. February 22nd, <laughs> at noon. I'm pretty sure that was the time. That's what raves yeah. were big. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've, and I've, 98, I've never done ecstasy mm-hmm. or p- pills like that, but I have gone to some raves in Amsterdam. Yeah. And They're not as fun when you're not on no. drugs. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> What's the statute of limitations? Yeah, Shit, right? you said 2003? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, there's also, just because we're talking action sequels, there's some great action yeah, in yeah. this so movie. Yeah, yeah, so we should, on uh, all these, tell us what your favorite action scene so, is. So, well, it's either the very end sequence, you know, which in any action movie, the yeah. end sequence is just like, yeah, that's the best. Usually it's like 15 minutes yeah, of yeah. action. Yeah, um, and, and the the closing scene in this one, yeah. like, uh, okay, so real quick, the, the basic story is the ecstasy ring, and then you find out that... Um, Will Smith is dating uh, Martin Lawrence's sister, who's Gabrielle uh, Union. Um, extra drama. Do that. Yeah, um, and you she ends date up your partner's sister. She's, I love how it, you're so pissed that your best friend is dating your sister. Where in, in reality, you should probably be excited, dude. But I, I don't think oh, I'd ever no. date my friend's sister. I yeah. think that would just fuck shit up. But <laughs> so yeah. she's undercover as um, you know. I, I'm just going to call him the main bad guy because I don't want to keep butchering his name. Um, she's man. undercover as his uh, his girlfriend. You know, um, and she's a cop too. Yeah, oh. uh, I think she's like DEA. Okay. Um, and oh. so. Her cover gets blown, mm-hmm. and he ends up kidnapping her and taking her to Cuba. And, like, so I, I, Henry Rollins is, they have, like, a force called TNT. I couldn't tell you what it stands for. Um, and, like, they all kind of covertly go to Cuba to fucking rescue her. And they like, have, like, a, a militia already ready to go? It's, yeah, it's basically. almost like the SWAT guys, you know what okay. I mean? And they're just like, all right, you know, let's go do this. Let's Extraction do this teams. Yeah, and, Seal team and we got to be in and we got to be out and nobody can know that we're yeah. there. And so that's like, you know, an awesome fucking scenario scene. It's it's very commando, yeah. you know? Um, I like that stuff. Yeah, no, it's... I like raids on compound. On a compound, yeah. exactly, dude. I wonder um, if they're going to work his sister into the new one. I mean... I don't know. Yeah. Um, but my favorite action scene in it is they go to like bust this you know this like trap house this Mm -hmm. drug house and i that's where they kind of get the the lead on the ecstasy and everything um and it's like these rasta guys you know and they get in this big shootout in this old house like and there's probably like eight guys versus you know martin lawrence Mm -hmm. and uh will smith and like they're all armed with machine guns and like 
the thing is, is you're watching the, you're watching the scene, and they're like, just you're, you're like, just shoot through the center of the wall, and you'll kill Will Smith right now. But instead, they just shoot out the doors like diagonally in the wrong way. So like, while it's still a good action scene, it's very easy to pick apart. Yeah. But like, I mean, I can pick apart every almost every one of yeah. them. And this was Michael Bay, and this was Michael Bay when people were about done with Michael Bay. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They're because like, it was too polished, and the the story wasn't as good as the action. The action, most people didn't have a problem with. I mean, you look yeah. at the. Uh, uh, Armageddon or The Rock or any of those uh, movies, the I mean, the action's pretty good. You <laughs> oh, know? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you're not going to have the, your faults aren't with the action. If the part of the action includes throwing like the shotgun shell in the air and like <laughs> catching it in the chamber <laughs> as you yeah, yeah, click yeah. it closed yeah, yeah, to yeah. get that last shot off yeah, yeah. and kill the guy that's yeah. almost about to kill you, yeah. you lose me at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I think Bad Boys, I almost always think uh, Hot Fuzz also because that's one of their main influences. Did you ever jump in the air and then they would yeah. remember they were watching the movies together and they were watching Bad Boys? Yeah, that's like, right. No, that's right. Yeah, there was a lot of Bad Boys kind of references in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so then there's also a hysterical part of the movie um, where uh, uh, Martin Lawrence, I think he gets like a headache or something, mm-hmm. and he mixes up pills and he takes oh. two pills of ecstasy. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, dude. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it, it just, he, they go over to Joey Pants' yeah. house because they're trying to talk to him, and Will Smith knows that he's taken yeah. this, but like, Did Martin Lawrence took it? Yeah. Is he just hugging on people? Well, and he tries to, like, keep him away from Joey Pants, (laughs) you know? That's so great. And eventually he kind of disappears, and then he comes, like, walking down the stairs with, like, a blue velvet robe (laughs) on. And, like, he's wearing Joey Pants' clothes, you know? And he's, like... He's like looking at the fishbowl, and the camera is is shooting through the fishbowl, so all you can see is like a magnified yeah. Martin Lawrence's face. He's like, "This is a nice fucking fish. It's got some big fucking eyes, but it's a nice fucking fish, you know." Like, and he's just so fucked up, and like, oh, that scene is just so funny. I am very high. Uh, uh, I'm I'm very excited to see what the one that comes out next week is going to do. I think it's going to do really well. I think Un- it will. Unlike Independence Day, I mean, the, it's going to make oh, a lot of money. Sequel to that, where people were not excited it's about it. It's going to make a lot of money. Or I the, think it will. Uh, the Last Men in Black, which was a train wreck from my hair. Just looking at the bad boys from life, it looks like it'll do well. Yeah. They're I learning think- how to do sequels better yeah. well, or don't do them at all. They're yeah. incorporating, they're yeah. taking, they're not remaking the first one, they're taking the original characters yeah. and they're introducing new characters and now you have a blend of like people younger people can relate yeah. to and people older people can relate to. For me, like making an actual sequel or doing a prequel origin story for me is the only way to kind of tackle a franchise. Yeah. If I was going to do it myself, I would want, if I'm doing Big Trouble in Little China, I'm either doing uh, him like before he was uh, Kurt Russell when him and Wang Chi were hanging out when they were younger, or I'm doing Kurt Russell when he's 25 years old. Or you could, you could do, you could do um, Egg Sheng. Or yeah, or branch off to a different <laughs> yeah. thing. And just Lopan, do, or and just do Lopan when, awesome. he, when yeah. he lost you his flesh. Just do Lopan's origins. Yeah. that would be dope. Yeah, see, that's the type of thing, like how they do with Rogue One. You don't actually touch the main guys, but yeah. you kind of on the outer surface. I would write all those scripts and then send them all at once. One to of them, Kurt will one of them. Will Fuck yeah! <laughs> send, no, send them all right to him. Yeah, say, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't help. Rock owns them. Let's do this. So, yeah, there's who sure. owns it. The Rock owns the. That's right. Owns the Oh. Yeah. Well, he's smart enough to know it. He's smart enough because he he didn't. He shouldn't be he in hasn't it. done out and done it yet. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's. he's smart I hope enough he's going to be realize. the owner of it and 
bring somebody on board to act. Yeah, he could S- produce it. Speaking of, I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it or not, but He's I heard uh, what? Whoa. I heard uh, <laughs> uh, Jumanji Two is fucking hysterical. Yeah, sure. I hear it's great. I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those ones that, that I knew I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out on Redbox or rent it when it comes out on Redbox. Yeah. It's gone too far. Yeah. The problem with it is they released it when there were a lot of those Oscar nominated yeah. high level movies out there. But I'm interested in it. Yeah. So yeah, Bad Boys Two, Bad man. Boys 2. Right. Fun movie. What you got, dude? How, this one is fun as well. Oh. It is silly. It, at points. It's uh, <laughs> Alan Quartermain in The Lost City of Gold. Oh, my God. I've this movie is this absolutely one. ridiculous in like every <laughs> aspect, but I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked this because usually most people, it's the sequel to King Solomon's yeah, Mines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard Chamberlain. Richard Chamberlain, who... Richard Chamberlain was big in the seventies. You know, yeah. he played Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. He, he he played was a Shogun. Huge dramatic he was actor, the, yep. the main guy from Shogun. He's done a whole lot of stuff, but man, he was able to do comedy really well. And this is where Sharon Stone basically started. She was movie. if you want to see her play a character that she doesn't normally oh, play, like she probably hates this character. Bubbly and vulnerable, uh, super like vulnerable. Screaming almost. around every yeah, corner like, oh, type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she probably hates this yeah, character. Like, I'm I sure. I'm sure she looks that. back, but she was fun in it. This yeah. is literally Indiana Jones at a l- I like we want to do Indiana Jones, but we only have two million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and the theme song has to go da 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 <laughs> it's slightly well it's literally the same James Earl Jones was one of the yeah. great things about this movie. they got Darth Vader yeah. now is this the same Alan Quartermain from uh, like the character from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen yeah, yeah. it is yeah. okay I just wanted to yeah. see okay and cool. he was obviously he was just like Indiana Jones and stuff but it's yeah. not Sean Connery it's not Sean Connery okay All right. no and I imagine you know Indiana Jones probably pulled from that universe pulled from Alan Quartermain probably mm. from that universe and uh, so before you get into the Lost City of Gold, King Solomon's Mines, fun ass movie. Mm-hmm. He was just he was working. I think he was trying to search for the obviously the mines, and that was the one where uh, John Reese Davies was in it, and it was super fun. And it was like three different people all searching for one thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of like how the great the that uh, Mummy remake with Brandon Fraser was, where you had a bunch oh, of different yeah, people yeah, looking yeah. for one thing. And remember, he, and King Solomon's Mines, uh, he made him eat all those jewels that he oh, found. It was really right. fun. Uh, but Alan Quartermain, they had a lot of fun with this one. So tell us just a little bit about different stuff. Henry Silva as the bad guy oh. is just so unbelievably ridiculous. I, I, he's crazy and, and ridiculous, and I don't, I don't remember. He's him. that guy in real life. He is like the older version of Crispin Glover, where okay. you, where you get Henry Silva in the movie, and you just don't know what the hell you're gonna get. Yeah. Also, uh, Elvira. Yep. Elvira oh, really? in this movie. That's awesome. Uh, not That's looking like right Elvira. There. Yeah, she Cassandra. had red hair. Yeah, Cassandra. That's Elvira. Cassandra Peterson. What? Yeah, that's crazy. And she yeah. still looks like that. She and still looks. She looks fabulous. I heard she's she a red, she was a redhead her whole life. Yeah. Huh. And nobody nobody knew that she was a redhead for a while there. Now for, everyone knows who but she looks. It was like. like a decade. Oh yeah, yeah. I so much so that I, I didn't, didn't know, know until, until later on. <laughs> I didn't know until later on after watching Alan Quarterman that that was her. And you didn't know when you were watching. No, it I was did her. not. Yeah. I knew that she was a good-looking woman. Yeah. Who's <laughs> that hot girl with the yeah. big boobs standing yeah. next to Henry Silva? It's like I yeah. should have put two and two together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a little bit. What, what was So, it? basically, they they were kind of living the quiet life. They had that little... They're still living off that uh, King Solomon's mind yeah, money. Yeah, they still had that King Solomon's <laughs> mind money, so they had these hot, and they, like, they were going to get married. He She had bought him a suit. They were going to travel back to the States and get married. And it was then, so funny. Is this the one where they, they <clears throat> the were The messenger the... comes stumbling through the member yeah. and falls, and they, they were going to... Re- they put him in bed and were going to revive him because he said, your brother's missing. Yeah. 
So basically, the movie's a. They're just going to find his brother. But it but it, they know to the... they, they knew it was a place that nobody thought existed, which yeah. was uh, the Lost City of Gold. Yeah. That's why they was this the one where they <laughs> where they ended up in the Savages' uh, big cooking pot? Mm. Or is that the first one? I think that's the first one. Okay. You would know. It was like a Looney Tunes, you know, in the Looney Tunes yeah. cartoon. Yeah, that was definitely That was literally what they were doing. And they had the rocket, <laughs> which yeah, we did roll down the hill. <laughs> yeah, that must have been. If you don't remember yeah. that, then it's yeah. definitely the first one. Which me. That's the kind of comedy we're talking here that uh, goes with this action, though. So they, and that was in the first one, which was arguably the more serious one. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing I thought is they got... he The... He was walking through the marketplace trying to figure out how to find his brother. And the, the, the sh- one of the shopkeepers comes up to him and tries to sell him. <clears> and that, sells him like that chainmail chain cloth. Because mm-hmm. that comes in handy yeah. for yeah. the rest of the movie. They think he's like a god at some yeah, point, don't they? Yeah, they do. But they he goes and finds that very racist Indian swarmer character. Yeah, yeah he's awesome in this movie, too. Very racist. Yeah, but he's funny, Replatrayed. You know, he just walked around with his hands up like yeah. this, going "Thank you very much." Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was just, he was he was the he, comedy he, element. But he was also in love with gold. Like yeah. he was obsessed yeah. with gold. So when they I got love there, gold, yeah. Yeah, like gold fever every time they saw him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so they find this city. James Earl Jones is like, "Why am I in this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> well, they come to the lost city, and the door opens, and a little boy walks out, and then a lion comes, and James Earl Jones and. Uh, Alan Quartermain killed the lion, and then they yank him inside, take him to the temple, and he's like, why did you kill our sacred beasts? <laughs> oh, like, I think shit. they were feeding the kid to the lion, and oh. he stopped it. You oh. didn't know that until oh, they got there. Oh, wow. But there's two queens. There's Elvira, yeah. and then there's the other good queen, yeah. who I can't remember who she is, but she looks familiar. Um, the They drive the evil priest out of the city and the rest of the movie is just the priest trying to recapture yeah that last uh i mean that was you probably saw one the of the city was three qu- was a quarter of the movie yeah with the gold falling down the liquid yeah. gold that people were going under and it was they were like turning to solid gold and it was oh, wow. well he was dipping the evil sorcerer was dipping them at yeah. the people in gold in making gold. gold statues uh, like while they're alive while they were uh. alive yeah, Henry Silva's nuts in this. And he was like laughing maniacally while he's turning the wheel that's lowering the person into the liquid gold. And- Is this the one I also... I get this in King Solomon. I love both of them. Uh, and I still don't own King Solomon's Mines. I own the original. I don't own the, uh, that, uh, the, the one that's a sequel to this one. But... Is this the one where they're in the canoes and the savages are shooting like blow darts at them? No. It, during it, at night, man, no. I must really just remember that first one. I mean, I remember all the Henry Silva stuff and everything, and James Earl Jones with his big battle axe. He, he's got like the heaviest he, looking. I'm sure it was light as shit, but that battle axe. He practiced wielding? a while spinning yeah. that thing because yeah, he, has he spins the shit. I mean, he fights at least three times with that thing, but when he's just walking around. He's twirling it like a baton. Yeah, it, it's pretty ridiculous. He probably he went full, he went full character on this one <laughs> in loincloth and everything. Ah, cool. All right. Well, my first movie here, I'm gonna go with uh, a superhero movie here. Justin will help me. <laughs> Actually, Dave's it. probably seen this yeah, too. Yeah, I've seen never. <clears throat> is uh, X Men Two, and this was one of the ones where I think is absolutely better than the original. X X Two United. This is the one where the problem with most people with the first one is. They were using kind of iffy characters. They didn't have them fleshed out, and it was super short. Remember that was everyone's oh, yeah. big thing when it came out. It's like X Men's. This one they assault the the Academy. Yeah, this okay. was in where Brian Cox, Brian Cox played. Uh, introduces he played uh, as, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the military guy, General uh, 
uh, douchebag. Damn, Striker. Striker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. And man, I loved him. I loved him as that guy that knows Wolverine's origin. And yeah. he's this like, "You one, are gonna come this back." This is to my me. favorite universe of all the superheroes. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. X-Men and this is, is great to me. I think this is the best one. I, I love X Men too. I love everything. I love Lady Deathstrike, the Lucy Hugh, the girl from uh, she was in the Doors. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Remember, she was just like Wolverine. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she hung out. I love Magneto in that plastic prison. Yeah. And, and how nice, how they had to get how they nice were able stock. to get him out yeah, of there. Do you remember that? Awesome. The the guy, the guard. No, Night Stalker. Not Night Stalker. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, one of the characters. The opening sequence. You mean Nightcrawler? Nightcrawler. That oh, opening yeah. sequence where he's going into the White House. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. From room to room. Yeah. Yeah. His character was great. Oh, yeah. it was really good. He's that awesome. Was the and first I like that. Is that, that. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, damn. Damn. Alan Cumming. He was in the yeah. Shakespeare movie. Yeah, he's been in a bunch. Titus. Of, uh, I don't know if he was in Titus. He might have been in Titus, but that's the type of movies he you normally does. Alan Cummings, he's really really good. He was he was also played the uh, the gay guy in uh, um, Eyes Wide Shut. Remember when uh, Tom Cruise visited the uh, hotel the next morning and everything, and he was oh yeah, with yeah, him yeah hardcore yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my favorite thing is where you got to see Rebecca Romaine Stamos as Rebecca Romaine Stamos, and yeah. she goes into a bar yeah. and she slips a. She slips something into this guard's uh, drink, the guard to the plastic prison, and they end up going inside the uh, inside the stall, the in, the stall in the bathroom, and they're making out hardcore, and he's like, I can't believe this is even happening. And then he ends up passing out because of the pill. Yeah. <clears throat> she flips him over and injects this big-ass syringe of Huge. lead into it's his like ass. like the size of the bottle of water <laughs> yeah. right there, dude. Into his ass, and then when he shows up at Magneto's <laughs> prison. <and laughs> I don't know if I'd go to work. The, the yeah, idea, to be honest with you. What was amazing is you could tell the way Ian McKellen played it that he, he, didn't, he didn't even know that she had done that. That he, he, The guard walks in, he's like, I think there's a lot more iron in your blood. Yeah, he said, there's something <clears throat> different about yeah. you. And then he ends up pulling it oh, out of all his pores. Yeah. And he makes those little silver discs. Oh, dude. First he blows it like ball bearings through the whole prison. Yeah. And then he makes those discs and like casually walks out of the yeah. prison. It's so it's awesome. It's so good. Yeah. And every time you see Brian Cox, you see <clears throat> Lady Deathstrike. And you don't see her turn until the end. And that is one of my favorite action sequences. When they're fighting at the end. Yeah. And we're they're right above that big vat of animantium mm-hmm. and then remember she goes on the bottom of uh that like thing he's hanging on oh that's and she, right and she like hits him upwards with his things and he, he ends up dropping it into the adamantium mm-hmm. and it goes so much into her that you could see it coming out of her eyes in her mouth and then yeah. she sinks to the bottom and they yeah. do that like foley noise yeah ah <laughs> uh, there was just one great scene after another it was the first time we saw colossus uh in any movie where he was like uh Helping the kids and everything, but Pyro Jean Grey was Jean, uh, Jean Grey. The, her big was, scene at the end. Yeah, this was the, definitely the she's Jean Grey. She's holding scene. back the wall of water. Oh yeah, yep. that's right. Brings on the last stand. I the, think. <laughs> See, I really <laughs> like that. Moses. Moses. We won't go there. Or Moses. Um, <laughs> you know, my I, I think by far my favorite scene is the one um, where Brian Cox is coming into the facility into yeah. the, um, and uh, what's his name? Is it Iceman? Yeah. Yeah. Puts up that wall yep. of ice you know and it's like right <laughs> as he like knows that he knows who yeah. he is like oh it's such brian a cox scene. is such a he just won 
the Golden Globe uh, the other for day what? for Succession, which is a really great series. I just watched the first episode. I, what's he it plays, about? He plays like the matriarch of a huge conglomerate, and he's about to retire, and his sons are like amped. Oh, uh, wow. Two of them don't care. One of them's Kieran Culkin, who uh, from uh, Igby, nice. Igby, and uh, <laughs> from the Culkin, yeah. yeah, from the Culkin. <laughs> from Kieran the Culkin. More from ta- being Kieran <laughs> he's the more talented Culkin. Uh, mm. Macaulay always gets the credit, but Kieran is by far way better than him. But he's like the head of the family, and in the first episode, he's gonna he's gonna step down, and leave it to his sons, and at the very end of the episode, he's nope, I think I'm gonna stay on for like five years, uh-huh. and that just brings the animosity with the sons oh, and everything. Uh, yeah, fuck this. Can kids. we get him removed? <laughs> and, uh, I'm leaving all, when I want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved him in that scene when, when right before that ice formed, mm. he just walked in. He's like, don't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has that one-on-one with Logan. He says, you have an age. To th- uh, some of us, nature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they show his oh, face. Dude, and, such a cool fucking moment. And in that several movie. people have played that character in the X-Men movies. Danny uh, Strong, uh, not Danny Strong, um, Danny Houston Is that played the, him yeah. in the later ones. He was in the... Uh, the Wolverine. Yeah, uh, that. One. Yeah, uh, he was this was great. the one with the. It focused a lot on the brain machine that uh, Cerebro. Cerebro, because remember, it's Stryker's son was sitting behind oh. like uh, Picard. Picard. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> was uh, Picard style. Yeah. Well, he sat behind a name. Professor X. He Patrick was standing Snow. behind, yeah. and remember, he was projecting himself to look like a little girl. Yeah. That was yeah. like right next yeah, to him, like, telling him to do stuff. Mutants. Oh god. Yeah. Then he turns it on the humans. Yeah. Target the humans. Oh man, it was great. It was such a great one, man. Uh, an asshole director, and hopefully he doesn't do another movie again. But uh, no, we don't even need to mention it. He's an asshole. Just do like a hand I've, signal. A, I forgot about him already. He's a scumbag. So. His last name begin with an S? Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, X-Men 2, United Men. All right. Um, so this one, when I saw it, I didn't realize that it was a sequel. Um, and this is 1995's Desperado. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Lucky because, for you, because now you can talk about I it. I know, right? I didn't realize that it was a sequel to El Mariachi. El Mariachi. And, I mean, it's almost kind of like a remake, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but He had zero money. I think El Mariachi was like a $20,000 movie. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. It was like nothing. Yeah. I think it goes down as one of the cheapest independent flicks out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of the director. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you got Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek, uh, Danny Trejo. This was the first time I ever saw Danny Trejo. Really? And, dude. Oh, dude, and you know, and he had Steve the, Buscemi. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm sure I've um, seen this, but I don't. Desperado. Oh, oh, dude. Antonio Banderas carries around a guitar case. <laughs> okay. Full of guns. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, didn't he do that in the first one though? That yeah, El Mariachi. He okay. did. Um, and then what was the other one? Once upon, Once upon time, a time in Mexico, in Mexico. Um, which was good. That uh, was good. Johnny was Depp. Right. I liked Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp stuff. Was great. Yeah, like when he was he blind was... in the street at the oh, end. My God, oh man, dude, yeah. I've so seen good. That. that was good. Yeah. Um, and so this one had Salma. Man, Salma was friggin' woo. Oh yeah, dude. I just watched her on the Tonight Show like two nights ago. She was on the Tonight Show. You would not think she looks exactly the same. A bit. Yeah. Um. So now. I'm trying to differentiate between El Mariachi and Desperado. They killed his wife, right? That I couldn't help you with. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, And so he was coming for revenge, which is like the same thing that happened in El Mariachi. Um, and yeah, so, I think he took a lot of elements from Mariachi and is like, I got money now. I can yeah, put those elements Yeah, I'm going to make this fucking Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so it starts off and... Isn't it Steve Buscemi comes into the bar? 
you know, and of course. he's it's one yeah. of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Yeah, is that uh, bar, well, and scene. also uh, Quentin Tarantino's there yep. at the bar. He's the one he's, telling the story. It, well, is he telling the story or is he telling yeah. the joke about pissing on the bar? That's the I, that's the kind of story I meant. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, and Steve Buscemi comes into the bar and he starts talking about this guy with a guitar case that just slaughtered all these people, and he's basically referencing El Mariachi, and he's like segueing the movie into Desperado. Um, and so that was a very convenient story to write. Though. I know, right? Um, <laughs> and Steve Buscemi and just have him talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he's telling the story about what happens, and um, lo and behold, Antonio Banderas <laughs> comes walking it's into the bar. It's a there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, and it's they're all like, awkward in here. Now. Yeah, they're all like, uh, is this the guy that he was just talking about? And so, you know, they all pull out guns and they're like, put the case down, you know, open the case. He's like, what's in the case? And he's like, my guitar, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like, open it, you know, and he opens it and he, and sure as shit, there's just a guitar in there, you know, and they're like, Play. does that mean El Mariachi didn't happen? It was always just a dream. <laughs> well, he could just be, you know, a, a, a he Random. could really be a guitar player, yeah. you know, and he is a guitar player. Um, and so, uh, you know, they they ask him, like, well, play us a song, you know, and he starts playing a song. Yeah. And then at the end of the song, he goes to put the guitar back in the case and, <clears throat> like, opens up a secret compartment. And yeah. there's just a shitload of guns <laughs> in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just pulls it out and just starts going to fucking war with the bar. I also play guitar. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, And, dude, it's just, it's such a good movie. It really was. This was Robert Regret's coming on the map hardcore. Like, not a lot of people saw El Mariachi. Most people saw El Mariachi after they saw Desperado. Most people did. Most people, like you, didn't realize it. And I didn't either. I watched it afterwards. Yeah. But this was, he had, like, a killer years. Sin City was the first. So, 90, no, 95. No. Uh, no, you know other ones. I know you do. Well, that's what I'm talking about. No, my first one. No, I think you, these are two okay, that I'm about okay. to mention you saw before that. So he did Desperado in 95. He also did Four Rooms in 95. He did the the one with Antonio Banderas yeah. and the kids finding the dead hooker in the mattress. Oh, I never saw, I saw that. I saw that in funny, France dude. six months before it came yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So you were probably watching that way before Desperado even came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to watch Four Rooms, dude. It's oh. so great. That. Uh, Quentin Tarantino does one of the segments. Robert Rodriguez does one, and I can't remember who does the other two. And the Tarantino but, one uh, is the Tarantino. Is my, it's one of my absolute. wife's favorite oh, things. Oh, I remember with That's the, the finger chop. Yeah, the finger chop. Yeah. Okay. You don't um, remember the one with the kids finding the dead hooker in the mattress? No, you you guys talked about the finger yeah. chop, and I looked up. You showed me that scene on like YouTube yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 Well, then the next year, '96, from Dust Till Dawn. I mean, that, okay. and that's not Quentin. <clears throat> Quentin produced, I think, and was acting in it, but that was Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He yeah. wanted to show And his... Danny Trejo, obviously, was massive and uh, from Dust Till Dawn. I yeah. think from there on, he worked him in all his films. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he has. Machete. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this yeah. one, I, I don't even think he has any speaking lines in this one. Sounds about right. He's just kind of like a straight up assassin, yeah. and he's wearing. All he wears is like, you know, he has that, a, vest. A, that black, yeah, vest. Yeah, black vest. So you can see the woman tattoo. Yeah. Which on... is the same outfit he wore in From Dust Till Dawn as the bartender. I know. Yeah, he yeah. Just, it was like the guy from Death Rado just walked almost, in. Almost the, almost the same in Machete. Yeah. You know? Um, it's weird. He got. A lot of those actors, you know, get famous for that one role, and like we call him. Well, People just call him Machete, but that happened so late in his career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. so weird. That usually yeah. happens early. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but well, he, he had already done 60 movies by then. Yeah. 
I mean, and he's the real deal. No, yeah. I oh, yeah. love his story, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, would well, do you know it? Without oh, yeah. having to take too long. He, he oh, was yeah. in prison for how long? Uh, I don't know how long, but he was in prison for a long time. Yeah. And like, he was a boxer in prison, and he got sober in prison, and he got out and started going to AA and or NA. And um, is that the lighter version? Well, it's narcotics. Oh, anonymous. Is there yeah. A narcotics yeah, oh, dude, there's an everything or anonymous. Um, I drink too much coffee. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. something you saw for Fight you, Club, you know. Yeah, <laughs> sign up for all of them. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so one day, one of the kids that he was sponsoring was on the lot. Um, and I forget the movie, but it was an Eric Roberts movie where he was in prison. Um, and he was, <laughs> it could be any of them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know real um, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and so this kid, this kid called Danny Dreho to just come and like sit with him because like everybody was on the set, they were doing Coke. They were, you know, every, they were like staying up, they were working long hours and he just needed somebody to be there. Like, on the downtime so that he wouldn't do what everybody else was doing. That'd be tough to be in that business. Yeah. To be sober. Yeah, dude. And so eventually he ran into one of his friends from prison, um, who knew who he was and knew that he was a boxing champion in prison. And he said like, Hey, you know what? I need you to teach this guy to box. He needs to learn how to box. He doesn't know how. Oh, for the movie. And, yeah, and it was fucking mm-hmm. Eric Roberts. Yeah. And so he right. taught him how to... Uh, and like, that was his... Basically, Eric's... Movie. Yeah, Eric Roberts. Uh, and then his next role, or it might even been the same one, they asked him to like... If he knew how to like stick somebody up, and he was like, "Man, I've been doing that seriously yeah, since yeah. I was twelve years old." <laughs> like, so he got into Hollywood because of who he was and what he had gone through, and he was there to like help Who'd somebody out. That's actually yeah. happened to a lot of different actors. Yeah, there are a like, lot of act- not as many as high profile and yeah, become yeah. their own franchise, dude. As they trail, he's he's told his story on a number of things, yeah. but the first time he told it. I saw it on the bonus features of the movie Delta Farce of all things. Oh, wow. And weird. And, and the thing is yeah. is it's a 15 minute segment yeah. and it's the fr- and it's, so it's the full story. So this is dude. better than the whole movie. No, dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like I I, I I'm watch surprised it you made it to the bonus features. Yeah, no, because yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, but no, because it's so inspiring like fuck, I just turn that on yeah. sometimes because yeah. there's things in my past that I relate to and like That's dude, why there's so much respect for him, dude. I still uh stand up for a lot of uh DVDs, not to mention because I own like 1,800 of them. Mm. But there's some documentaries on those things that you yeah. cannot get getting them digital. The documentary on Master and Commander that's two hours long that shows the boot camp that they go through, almost as good as the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of them like that. Uh, the On the bonus features of Halloween 2, the Blu-ray, is Terror in the Isles. It's the only right, way you yeah. can get Terror in really? the Isles. It's like insane. Really? And that's why a lot of people uh, hold on to that uh, Blu-ray because they know how great that movie is. But yeah, I was just going to say there's I have heard several stories about different uh, former prisoners who become actors, and it just changes their life. You yeah. know, it gives them a focus that they never had before. You know, that that girl from The Wire, that young girl that was going around and breaking yeah, into yeah. houses and everything, she's the real deal, yeah, man. She's back in prison. Yeah, and the uh, Is she? yeah, the oh, guy sucks. who played Mr. Blue in Reservoir Dogs, uh, Eddie something. He was the older guy with the mustache and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, he was the real deal. He had been in prison his entire life, and the movie. There's a movie called the wire yeah that girl. oh she was awesome uh they made a movie called animal farm uh not the talking, not the talking <laughs> animal. Was, it it was animated a, no it was, a, it was a prison movie but it was about that guy mr blue uh from reservoir dogs and he was oh, actually really? in it he didn't play himself but uh-huh. uh, it was very interesting it's it's really uh hmm. those behind the scenes stuff that you don't realize so it was great that 
people like Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, and those guys were always so interconnected that it just made sense that Danny Trejo would go between all those movies because uh, Robert Rodriguez directed Machete. I mean, that's yeah. the reason he was always and he a fan did a trailer of it. And, for it. And yeah. Machete Kills. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still waiting. And the trailer for it, yeah. yeah. And I'm still waiting for Machete in space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so, going to come out with that? They, wow. Well, they said they were 10 years ago. <laughs> I would totally fucking yeah, watch it. They're too, waiting like. till they have to pull that lever. So yeah, Desperado is definitely falls in that category as better than the original. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, because he just didn't have the money for the original. Yeah, fantastic movie. All right, Dave, what do you got? All right, this next one might be better than the original. <laughs> Death Wish Three. A lot of people would say absolutely no. Me, I would 100% agree with you. I really? Uh, it's fun. It's man. so much goddamn fun. Oh really? And. <laughs> A lot of it is me being is a twelve-year-old like watching it. Yeah, it's it, sort of silly. It is. It's it's cheesy, but there's more guns in it than any movie at that time period. Probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was insane. Like more people die in this movie than like the first year of Vietnam. The the problem is, <laughs> in this fifteen-block radius. The of problem with uh, Death Wish one and two is. You get the impression when you hear Death Wish in your mind that he's just going out and he's killing all sorts of people. And in Death Wish 1 and 2, they're they're spread out. And he really probably only kills five people yeah, in maybe. number one. And number two, there was a lulling period. And then he, he worked in because they were trying to make a good story about it. And this one, it was just, I got to clean the fucking neighborhood up. And that's yep. what everyone who was like a uh, Charles Bronson kind of, uh, what's his name in that movie? Uh, uh, Percy. Paul Paul Kersey. Paul Kersey. Yeah. And he just went nuts in that movie. So tell us some of the fun stuff. Because so I, basically he, we watched this a lot when we were he, younger. He's supposed to go visit his friend, yeah. and his friend gets jumped and killed. From the get go, you realize. From the get go. From from but also from the get go, you realize oh, this yeah. town sucks. This, town <laughs> this city <laughs> terrible. This city needs an like animal. the police have already <laughs> abandoned <laughs> this side of town, yeah. but people still live there. Yeah. And the neighborhood, they this, this gang that. Yeah. is roving around just terrorizing the guy from people. Superman 3 is the main gang. The one guy with, yeah, the, the, with, with the, the shave stripe. Yeah. Shave stripe he's up from the Superman 3, that's what I remember he's him from. Got, he's just a ginger, a weird-looking, yeah. skinny, crazy dude. Yeah, but you could tell early on they showed a couple sequences where he, he means business. He'll kill oh, yeah. somebody. He's sadistic for sure. But you could also realize that these guys will rape and kill and steal anything they could possibly get their hands on. Oh, yeah. The, so the, the type of thing that no one should even be living at that apartment complex that uh, Paul Kiersey goes to. The so he goes and he the rent's paid to the end of the month. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so Paul stays and I think he wants. You should to, mention Martin Balsam worked his way into this movie too, and he brought a lot of credibility to the movie that where it probably was. He's not is there. The, the neighbor. He's the neighbor. The, he's the guy from he's Psycho the one that, that falls down the stairs. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so he was. Yeah, he he's was always great. been famous. So he was basically his contact yeah. when he showed up. And they, tr- he sort of knew what he did at al- already. Yeah. So he already had the back neighbor already had the background because he was good friends with the guy that he killed. So he showed him his gun. He showed me yours. I'll show you mine. He had a <laughs> he had a Browning machine gun. Yeah, Browning his, machine gun. His belt closet. fell. Belt fed Browning. And you're like, hot damn! Gun. We're gonna see we're gonna this. See bus this. Nobody shows that to you in a movie yeah. and doesn't use it later oh. on. Oh, I have this rocket launcher yeah. that you're never gonna see again. You yeah. want to see it? Here it is. I'll put it away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you knew when they made the jackal, you were gonna see that gun being built. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, he shows up. The 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 gang leader and him tussle while they lo- so the local police they take him they take Paul away for jail for k- killing the 
his friend. Yeah. They're going to charge him with the death of his friend because they show up. And he realized. Well, they, they heard seconds. of him, that main guy, and he was awesome. He's the guy from True Romance. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, he's been in a lot no, of he, uh, stuff. If there's something else that I know him oh, from. Oh, he's been in a lot. Exclusively. Oh, like well, if I'll, I'll look him up. If I see his face, I'm going to say, that's where he's from. <laughs> and, but this one, he is in this movie. He plays a police. It's a police role, too. He plays a policeman in this movie that's mm-hmm. sort of sympath- he fights alongside him at the end. You yeah, know, like, man. Oh, oh, they're going through the neighborhood together. Yeah. One shooting yeah. on one side, they're the shooting on the, the other. The, the, so this so was I'll like, speed it up okay, quick. Basically, he he says, hey, I'm letting you out. Help me clean up these streets. Like, basically, I can't tell you what to do, but if you go here, this is what will happen. Right. So the, he gives him kind of a free a pass free pass to go and clean this neighborhood up because the cops are getting killed down there. Right. So he goes down. He starts fucking with them. He puts that board up that... that is on a hinge, and when someone tries to burgle his house, you hear the th- someone scream, and then they show the board, and he pulls the board down from the spring, and you see stuff in the end, and then yeah. his neighbor's like, "What's that?" He's like, "Teeth." <laughs> oh, oh fuck! And then it just then he just starts going out and kicking ass, man. Yeah. But then it, it turns amazing. into a full fledged riot. Oh wow! What, it's so funny. These bad guys, the the tenants in the neighborhood, pick up guns and they start shooting them. Yeah. And there's a, full, a zip gun. It's a full <laughs> blown gun that. battle. And when some of these ma- almost like biker gang esque people mm. show up to help them, so the gang members and the bikers are all fighting in the streets. And this, them, I, you, the people that fall off the building, those stuntmen. Oh man, they stayed busy, man. They must have had fifty people fall. Damn. In that from balconies. He just walked through the streets with that Browning machine gun and just... They must have killed a thousand people in this movie. It uh, bears to mention, too, that this was a canon film yeah. classic. Oh, nice. And uh, I was trying... still can't find it. I have to, I have the DVD at my house, and I, I'll let you borrow it, and then you can yeah. borrow it. Is It's called Electric Boogaloo, the story of canon features, because they did break-in movies. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did all the Chuck Norris movies. They had Chuck Norris and Charles Bronson on retainers, so all those 80s movies they did. <laughs> so and great. it was too crazy, like... Uh, they knew their they audience, had, man. Chuck and Charles, They man. had two crazy, uh, like, Turkish brothers did it, and they were nuts, man. They were, like, very animated animated and willing to throw money at anyone it was such a fabulous crazy uh documentary and this was one of their their better ones so so far the only thing i could think that ed louder is the guy's name uh the cop that's walking through he was in cujo which cujo. might be one of the main nope, ones he was also in it. raw deal nope uh, if you see that it. one gleaming the cube see nope it was a big one with him too <laughs> uh born on the fourth of july nope. uh, my blue heaven he was in nope. the rocketeer nope i mean he's been wait, this guy <laughs> school school ties he might have to be on one nope. of our character actor pods man because there's a lot of good movies. i'm looking at you scrolling romance, there yeah uh so well, wagon z so basically there's nothing left in the movie except just gun battles in the like streets 20 the last 25 minutes yeah. is just gun battle in the exactly streets exactly what it should be and then that rounding comes out oh, it, but here's the crazy surreal how surreal that you bought into this like the citizens are shooting back and killing these people too and then you see like little kids dancing around the bodies of the shot up oh my god but like they play in like celebratory music and you're like totally cool with it you're like yeah yeah. I'm glad you picked this because out. this is literally one of my favorite action films of the 80s. We grew up it watching this so one. Awesome. I saw this on one HBO. way more than I ever saw the other two. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like, almost to when I watched the other two, I was like, wow, these are a lot slower and darker. Yep. Like, this right. was the one I was used to. Yeah. A thousand one, people dying. Number one was <laughs> super slow. People forget when that scene where he goes to Vegas and that guy introduces him to shooting guns at yeah. the gun range. That 
that movie lasts there's like an hour of nothing happening before he starts the, killing a couple people would, at the end. Huh. Yeah. yeah, three was where they just let him loose. Crazy. <laughs> Cannon pictures, man. Machine guns for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So since <laughs> since you went there, I'm gonna uh, my next this, one. You is, take that sack. <laughs> <laughs> my next one is going to be a, a Canon classic. Oh wow. Uh, who is it's one of their bigger movies and one of their bigger franchise that Canon Films did and it was the Chuck Norris classic Missing in Action 2 the beginning. Okay. And for me this was way better than the original. The original I wouldn't say it sucked, but it wasn't good. Usually when you watch the Mission Impossible movies and I talk to some people about Missing it in action. I'm like the the one you're thinking of that you like is no, number 2. No, uh-huh. here here's with the bag over his head. That's 2. Okay. Yeah, that's the one better yep. one. Well, they thought that one was going to be better than number two. Uh, <laughs> they were filming consecutively, and I think they yeah. thought number one was a more kind of solid movie. He was back. He was at, like, the embassy. He wasn't actually, I think, out of Vietnam. Maybe he was in, like, Saigon or something. Mm. And he had to find uh, M. Emmett Walsh to take mm. him by boat into Vietnam. It wasn't to, bad. To save, no, it wasn't bad to save people. But this was the beginning, which was the backstory of how he was a prisoner of war before. Okay, yeah, that's the one I remember. One. And so you got to see at the very beginning, they're, they're trying to get out of Vietnam, and the helicopter's just hovering, and people are getting on, and you're seeing them being attacked, and this is how it was great. They One guy would fall out of the airplane, and then the screen would freeze, and it would go... Uh, they would say his name, his rank, and then they put a red stamp, missing in action. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then they went to another one, missing in action. Yeah. And one of them was the black guy from 21 Jump yeah, Street. Man. Yeah, he was uh, Steve Williams. He they was had awesome a, in this. They had a great fight scene. Oh, really great fight scene. And the bad guy was, uh, the main bad guy was the one who was helping James Bond. And uh, I think it was Live and Let Die, or it might have been a man with a golden No, it was Man the Golden Gun. Who was the photojournalist? He was super famous. Yeah, I don't know who that guy was. I do recognize him. I mean, he was probably a canon kind of classic kind of actor in this. But basically, this whole movie, you got to see Chuck Norris in the prison camp. And all through the movie, all the guy wanted was uh, him to make a statement yeah. that America is wrong and America is the enemy. And yeah, Chuck what Norris do I sign? Like, Give me that paper. Fuck that. I ain't signing that shit. <laughs> uh, no, I want to sit in a, in a bamboo hut. Yeah, I but know. Right? The majority of it was just the evil Vietnamese kind of commander fucking with the prisoners in every way he can. They just had a series of them being fucked with, basically. Uh, you saw he was bringing people out to this tree. It's everything you would think that a prison camp yeah, would be. Yeah, when you think uh, POW camps in, in the 80s, you thought missing in action, too, or you thought... Rambo 2. Yeah. Rambo 2, when he actually went back there, uh, those were the two big prison camp movies I always thought in the 80s. And this was 1985. So Bridge over River right Kwai. That was 70s, though. Yeah. But that was... Bridges in Madison uh, County. Yeah. <laughs> Driving Miss Wait, Daisy. Wait, I've been avoiding that this whole time. I didn't know that's what Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> You're going to get an angry text tonight. You're full of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am halfway through would, this, and yeah. I'm going to get lying. There's and no I, action. Yeah. At I all. see it. I don't even see how they could end up in a prison camp. <laughs> 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 so what one of the famous scenes is the bag scene for sure uh he has he would bring prisoners out and he would stick guns to their heads and say they're gonna blow their heads off and there'll be no bullets in it yeah. psychological like torture every morning he yeah. would bring them out and oh, they'd do that fuck. No, thinking uh, you were gonna die every day would be the worst part about being in a prison camp but we saw well, him not the worst part we saw him do this crazy bad. scene early in the movie with somebody where they put a rat in a bag and put the bag over the guy's head and then mm. hung him from his feet and just let the rat just like gnaw but- on him and yeah. kill him. Well, they did it with Chuck Norris at one point. And, and if you check up the trivia on this, a lot of people say that they killed a real rat 
Chuck Norris put it in his mouth and shook Ugh. it around, and it was the real deal. It wasn't a prop. And Ugh. knowing the Canon pictures, how they worked, I completely agree that this is probably how it happened. How much? What's my paycheck again? Yeah. Yeah. Give me so that basically, rat. basically, yeah, I, I kind of went to the end before of it, but yeah. basically they throw the rat in the bag. The, the rat bl- doesn't the live? Blood, the blood covers it, and you're like, oh, they got Braddock, man. Yeah. And then they pull the thing off, and it's like in his mouth. Yeah, no, he like, goes limp. So yeah. you think he's dead. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I go, uh, You knew they were going to kill him. Yeah. This was also the first time that I was, as a kid, watching this was introduced to what malaria was. Oh, yeah. Because one of the guys, the black guy, got malaria, and they were withholding They were withholding the medication from him. And he's like, hey, you say that America's the enemy and sign this shit. I'll uh, give your friend yeah. the cure. Uh, and he doesn't it do quinine? it. quinine? He ends up burning quinine? him. Uh, yeah, quinine. Yep. He ends up burning that guy alive. Remember that? Yeah. He just burns him alive. Jesus. Yeah. And that was the point where Chuck's he flies like, hookers in. <laughs> yeah, they fly hookers in. They embarrass that one guy. But after they burn the guy, that's where Chuck's like, I ain't doing anymore. Yeah. And he goes crazy. And it, he does what he probably could have done uh, to begin with. Remember they had that suspension well, the, I, bridge with you, the blowtorch? You haven't even mentioned the most iconic scene. Oh, which is that? When the photo journalist shows up. Yeah, I mean, that was a big scene, but there was a. I thought the more iconic scenes was the, either the rat or the suspension bridge when he showed up on the suspension bridge with the flamethrower and that's, blew everyone that's a good one. Uh, away. It's got many. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of it. It was just but straight I like up that action. British guy's line when he's had a gun to his head. He's yeah. like, he's on, he's on, it's only a joke. Yeah, we had already There's seen no him. bullets in the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great looking scene though. I mean, it looked real. The yeah, squib man. on the, the side of his head and they, the, the way Cannon did it, they were yeah. like, "We're just gonna put this on your head, man." Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had a guy off screen with fishing line yeah, and just yeah. pop and just pull that plug out yeah. and mm-hmm. the squirted blood. And looked it good. Was good. It looked, it looked really great. good. They were happy that uh, they did their work that day. Had that great ending that you were hoping to see, where uh, they blew up the uh, the hut where the enemy kind of uh, general was, and then. Uh, Chuck Norris goes in there and he sees a leg laying there, but it's not the same boots as he was wearing. So he pretended to leave, and then all of a sudden the floor opened up and the general stands up and he's looking. He thinks he's the only one. Everyone else has left and escaped through the uh, helicopter. But yeah. boom, Chuck Norris. Uh, uh, Chuck Norris is at the fucking. He's not going to miss his end fight. And they were yeah, like, right? man on man, throw the weapons down, oh, type okay. of thing. And you got to see Chuck just fucking. I don't even think the guy got a good shot, and yeah. Chuck Norris just beat his ass. So he did that great scene where he puts. Like the bottom of his foot up against your throat and holds your arm at the same oh, time. Yeah. It's like yanking. And you're yeah. like, oh my god! You hear? I can't even defend on that thing. <laughs> great, great. Uh, you can break someone's neck with your using leverage to pull yourself towards yeah. someone. Yeah. And unlike a lot of sequels here, you do not so have I, to so watch. You do not have to watch Missing in Action at one at all. Nope. No. Right. Straight up, go nope. to two. Really, you don't have to do it with De- uh, Death Wish either. Yep. It, you know, it doesn't Just matter. accept he's he's there to clean the neighborhood yeah. up. <laughs> and if you don't know it, you'll figure it out soon enough. Yep. <laughs> he probably says it really quickly in the movie, here too. to clean the neighborhood <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, he probably exactly just like that. <laughs> All right. All right. What you got? So, this one... I've been keeping a secret. From oh, this is the secret Paul. movie. Secret he, he even has it listed on his list. I was kind of taking a peek over there. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he must have assumed I was going to do it because on number four he has secret movie written. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Are you watching my list? Is <laughs> <laughs> he watching my list? You wrote my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> These are the movies you're talking about this week. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, Paul. Okay, Paul. Yes. <laughs> so you don't end up in the prison camp again. Uh, right? We uh, could do a prison camp movie out here, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Build three of those towers and we can shoot for months. Yeah. Yeah. My neighbors might be weirded out. But. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Bob Wyatt for? Yeah. 
Why do I keep hearing D.D. Mal? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going that hot box. And I'm yeah. that keeps coming out of it. Don't worry about it. Hey, stay the fuck off my land. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we're laughing because this uh, one... Because right. this one's not funny at no, all. No, this one is funny. And oh, that's okay. why I had to sneak it in. So this is 1993's Hot Shots Part 2. That works. That works. I can see that as being action involved. I mean, it's hard not to when it's fighter jets. Okay. Is this the one with John Cryer as Walleye? Yes. It has my one of my favorite lines I remember. I'll let you go. No, go for it. It's the one when... Is this the one when... I completely confuse this with... Charlie Sheen hands the girl all the money he has in the world, which is like six grand. And she's like, oh, great. I can buy hats with this. No, that was at the funeral. I think that was the funeral number one. Yeah, that was that the funeral number one? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think most of what I'd remember, other than like where Charlie goes to the jungle, yeah. like Rambo, right. that's all I think I can remember. Most mm. of my memories are from number one. But I remember loving number two. We yeah. watched number two in the movie theater yeah. together, and it was one of the hardest we had ever laughed in our life. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It's got the, the self-proclaimed highest death count of any oh, movie really? ever. Oh, yeah. Really? Be- well, at one point, like... Because they killed a thousand people in Death Wish 3. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Yeah. So, yeah, at one point towards the end when they're doing... <laughs> that was his argument in case we came and said, that ain't an action movie. Yeah. That's the highest death yeah, count, motherfucker. Right? Like, beat this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an action movie. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, no, I won't argue that. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, basically... Um, uh, Charlie Sheen plays Topper, and it's a mix of like Rambo <laughs> yeah. and uh, like airplane types of movies. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, but this movie was whatever was famous around that time, right? Too, yeah. uh, loaded weapon style. Well, yeah. yeah, it was loaded weapon style of like Rambo and Top Gun, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and so uh, I'm I'm guessing it's Brenda Bakke Bake B A K K E. That's all hmm. I'll give her, but. Um, She's kind of like the seductress in this movie. Um, And, like, they have to go and recruit Charlie Sheen Mm. because, like... And it's the same thing... From, as, like, yeah, First Blood to Rambo. Yeah, yeah. where he has, like, the stick fighting scene, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> Except in this one, like, they go uh, kickboxer, mm-hmm. and they have, like, the cloth gloves on, yeah, and the they... first guy dips it in glue, and then dips it in glass, and then they should go to Charlie Sheen, and he dips it in, like, hot caramel, <laughs> and then he's got all these, like, Sunday toppings, <laughs> and the crowd is chanting, sprinkles, sprinkles, sprinkles! <laughs> I need to rewatch it. Just so you know, the, I know I where this movie's going, that's yeah, where it goes, Yeah, man. It's really so cool. Is this the one with the chicken? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, you know, and like, dude, I, I, I have to look real quick because I think, wasn't um, Richard here. Crenna, wasn't he the guy? Yeah, Troutman. From, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he yeah, played yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that yeah, he yeah, fucking yeah. does that for this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and also Lloyd Bridges plays oh, the... He, he killed both these movies. Oh, man. my God, dude. Everything Just doing what in. Lloyd Bridges yeah. does. The same thing he did in Airplane, yep. the same thing he did... Was he in Naked Gun? Oh, he Naked ruled Gun? these movies. Uh, no, it was not Naked Gun. Okay, Unless yeah. he was in 33 and a third, but... I think maybe. I, he was I in that know. Mafia movie that was yeah, very similar Yeah, oh, my to God, that was yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the, the, the plot is that... Um, <laughs> Who knows? I know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, there's a bunch because this was the same like because the Iraq War uh, yeah. was like what around year this time ninety three. Yeah, the first the one. first Iraq War it had just ended. no the first no, the one ended was, it was, it was the Gulf conflict. Yeah, the first I one guess. ended in ninety ninety one. Yeah, the second one had started. Yeah, so Desert it, it, Shield was the first one, and then this was Desert Storm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sequel was always better. Yeah, that's why the sequel I said. was <laughs> <laughs> and that war as well. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, 
Saddam Hussein has taken some like, you know, I think, I don't know if it's strictly Americans. It might be like UN people mm. hostage. And so they need Charlie Sheen to go <laughs> and rescue these people. Um, and so and he was in full meltdown, right? Oh, yeah. No, totally. Like, um, you know, he was doing that whole scene from Rambo where they had to go and, like, bring him back and be like, the world needs you, you know. Um, And so uh, also in this movie, Rowan Atkinson. (laughs) Mr. Bean. Yeah. Mr. Bean, man. Um, He knows this type of style. Ryan Stiles. Um, from like Stiles. whose line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Guy. He's tall guy. He's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, so yeah. great. Um, I'm trying to see who else is like on the team. Um, no other real recognizable people, but like they're t- his you know crack team of yeah. people, dude. It's just so funny. Like, um, are they more lucky than good? Definitely. <laughs> um, so. He has to go and invade, you know, invade like uh, Saddam's palace or whatever. But also, he's in the jungle, and I wasn't aware that there were like jungles in Iraq. But maybe that's just me. Yeah. Like, um, and so they're taking on um, this, you know, entire compound of people. And this is when like the score count comes up, mm-hmm. and it says like more kills than RoboCop, more kills than Total Recall, most kills of any movie ever, you know? (laughs) And Charlie Sheen has that, like, M50 machine gun, like, the same thing as Rambo does, and he's shooting it, and eventually he runs out of bullets. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, there's, like, five people running at him, and he turns and just grabs a handful of bullets and just throws it at (laughs) him, and they all die. (laughs) um, And then, you know, it gets to the part with the chicken, where he's, he's now doing Rambo with the bow and arrow, and every time he shoots, the guy will like turn one direction and you know the arrow will go right by him and he won't know because yeah. arrows are silent you know and eventually he runs out of arrows and then he spots Charlie Sheen <laughs> and he goes to like pull his gun out and he doesn't have the clip in and he's going to put the clip in and Charlie Sheen picks up a chicken and fucking <laughs> arrows a chicken into the guy's fucking chest you know you just hear the noise and the feathers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh it's ridiculously uh, hilarious and eventually he gets to Saddam and I love that, like, they do battle, and the battle's silly and everything like that, and eventually he freezes Saddam Terminator 2 mm-hmm. style, you know? And Man, I totally forgot about that. And then he's next to the fire, um, and he also had, like, a little, uh, I forget what kind of dog it is, but he also had a little dog, and so the both of them are frozen and broken, and then they melt back together, so he becomes oh God, the cross of Saddam right and the little dog. I, own this. I know I own number one. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and you know, there's more funnier aspects to it and stuff like that, but just... I mean, this is a specific genre of, you know, those kind of slapstick, and we will do that pod one day. Oh, yeah. Like, Brain Donors? No one's seen Brain Donors but us. Yeah. That's a fucking rare 90s Nobody's movie. Nobody saw it in the theater. Uh, <laughs> we saw it twice in the theater, I'm Did pretty sure. twice? <laughs> I believe. Uh, it was a John Tatum. Turo movie that was the same style as like Airplane and Hot Shots. Is that the uh-huh. one that Kelly went and saw Cutting yeah. Edge yep. Yep. while we were watching that? And See, I remember going to the movies 25 years ago. <laughs> I can't remember what I did yesterday. I know, right? Yeah, I do own uh, Hot Shots. I might go home and watch that today. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I think I might. Good yeah, one. Yeah, it's a fun movie, dude. All right, Dave, what you got? All right. Um, this one is probably better than the original, too, is the Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, I agree. I agree. Those last three. The last three well, Mission Impossible movies are oh, like yeah. knocked out. And I, I get them all confused. I so like one. I know I've seen it, but. The reason I like one, though, is because it's very Brian De Palma. You get to see those Brian De Palma shots, the like really close up in the uh, facial shots, and just that, you know, him going down uh, into that room. And Is this the one where he broke his ankle? 
No, that was the last one. Okay. That was Fallout. So Ghost Protocol so, was before that one. Uh, or yes. two before that yes. one. Two before it. No, the one right before it. I think okay. it was Rogue Nation, Ghost Protocol, and then Fallout. The, and these are very complicated. I, I, I can't those. even watch two and three. These are very two and, two and three. Oh, I would just go straight two and to the three last are three. Bad. Yeah. Well, I like one. One's good. One but was it's, okay. Yeah, it's, it's artsy. It's it's very interesting. I like yeah. it. But th- yeah, John the, Voight. The ones where they were going colon this. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Rogue One, Ghost yeah, yeah, Protocol, yeah. Fallout. All great. Yeah. And they're doing two. They right, got it. Two right now at the well, same time. Well, they're trying to get get them out there before Tom Cruise. Hey, he's like, this is my retirement right here. Let's get this done. Retirement money. He's. I'm playing lawyer. He's gonna come if he's a Buddhist, he comes back in two different lives. He's still got money. That guy, <laughs> that guy still has money. He's uh, not a Buddhist. No. So I don't. <laughs> I didn't want to give his wacky religion any props. Uh, I arguably confused Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation like they were the same. I'm gonna. I, yeah. I've seen this yeah. recently, and I still. It's the Russian codes that Bags from is trying to get. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. The guy from. Um, the original Mike Bloom, Bloomberg Bloom oh, from uh, from where? Michael Michael Bluth. <sighs> yeah, because <laughs> there's always money in the banana. Girl, yeah, girl with the dragon <laughs> tattoo. Uh, the, the star. Oh, the, the Bloomquist. Yeah. Oh, the guy from uh, John Wick. Yeah. Is in this movie? Hell, I didn't I think know that. So. I think so. I'll look it up. Look it up. Ghost Protocol. Is it so basically, anymore? someone steals Russian. There you go. Someone steals the Russian codes. He wants to start like a. A revolution in the world. Yeah, that's uh, him. So he yeah, he has the codes, and what he has to do is he has to get access to a satellite right. to be able to launch these codes. Uh-huh. So basically, yeah, the movie starts out in Russia where they lose the codes, and the, remember the, that blonde assassin girl comes in and shoots yeah. the MI, uh, the other MI agent. Yeah. Not, not, is it MI? And this is the one yeah. with Jeremy yeah. Renner in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy Renner is in it. And uh, MI5. Um, Tom Wilkinson, I think, is in it, isn't he? Is he? Huh. he I didn't see him on that list. There's somebody in the Josh beginning that, that gets killed. He's super famous. He gets killed. It starts the movie off almost. Hmm. I don't Maybe have not. any clips available. Okay. I think Jeremy Renner was in this and Rogue Nation, and then they just didn't carry him over to Fallout. Yeah. And that the... It's so, like I'm Hawkeye. Man, my favorite scene in this yeah, right? in this whole movie is that crazy scene in Dubai on the... With him having a, someone scale on the outside of the actual... That was the tallest building of the, in the world. I'm sure it, might it was still probably be the him. tallest building I'm sure in the he world. did it. Yeah. yeah, there's no way he would not and, do it. you know, he's probably got a parachute on, but you don't want to fall... Either way, yeah. You don't want to fall 1,800 feet against a big glass building. Fuck no. You just come, you just, The wind yeah. blows you into it once and you're fucked. Was that the big action sequence in this there movie? There was so many Yeah, name a couple of the big ones. Um, that was certainly the biggest one. The, uh, but they had that. Was that an action secret or just a stunt? Did he uh, actually do something while he was scaling that building, or was he just getting up to some place? He was. Well, remember one of his gloves broke. Oh, that's right. He had the electronic kind and of. Then thing. he got yeah. into the building. Yeah. He couldn't get out, so he, he repelled, and it only went a little bit farther down to the ground. Yeah. And he had to unhook, swing himself out, and then jump through the open window that he had come out of in the beginning. With someone did something. I can confi- I confuse that scene with the scene in Dark Knight when he went and did that. I mean, he had a, he had the long. He went to the casino. They had to. I'm getting this one confused with the other one, but yeah, it had dude. There's so many in that series. It's totally yeah. understandable, and it's IMF, not MI5. IMF, IMF. IMF. Yeah, the IMF agents. Do he use his? Well, they uh, went into Ghost Protocol because Ghost Protocol meant they had no support. 
That's yeah. right. That's right. That was the good thing. They had to go completely rogue and they were on their own. Which carried into Rogue One. They had that great scene. Rogue Nation. They had that great scene when they went to India. Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that she had to run the honeypot trap on the Indian dude that had the satellite? These are, these are also movies I need to rewatch. And soon. the movie just has, it's, it's great. Jeremy Renner has to jump into that fan member, and then Simon Peck catches him with the magnetic, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. little robot. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then, like, has to drive him through so that they can pull the the CPUs out of the satellite link to yeah. stop the launch. And I'm wondering then, if then this <laughs> thing launches, and they have to try to figure out how to recall it in the last second, and they do those crazy like car chase to get to another oh, building dude, and it's it, just it's out of control no and that whole series i mean and agreed you know two and three are not very good you know who like, directed this who brad bird you know who that is nope. the incredibles director oh really yeah interesting he, that guy knows action i oh, mean yeah. think what you want about animated films and oh, uh, incredible is one of my it'd be on my it, top five all-time animated it, films and action films man that was fucking action-packed so it makes sense but i think after <laughs> this movie it. the McCur- the mccurdy brothers uh one of them writes and one of them directs, and he's the one who did uh, the definitely Fallout and are doing the new two. But he might have done Rogue Nation also, and he's the guy who did Way of the Gun. Uh, so it was crude. So yeah, Mission Impossible. You can't go wrong with that series, and like you said, I think they just get better and better. That last one was the best one. Oh yeah, dude. I, I don't think anyone even come close to Fallout. No, I, uh, they're all amazing. They know. pushed the envelope unlike anybody else for sure. All right, my next one. I'm going to go a comedy oh. action movie also, and this is 1990's Another 48 Hours. Now, this is one that, for me, it's almost on par with the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people confuse the two, but I love the original 48 Hours and Another 48 Hours. It's like, if you like the original, you're going to love this just as much. Same type of kind of... For me, this was all about that relationship between Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Now, see, I was always more of a Beverly Hills cop guy. Really? Yeah. I think um, you can like both of them. I could, I, yeah. I, I love Nick Nolte, though, man. Well, Nick, uh, as that crass, I'm not going to take uh, any shit. And you know, these guys were like, in both these movies, are like punching, having fist fights yeah. in the alleys and streets and shit. Man. Yeah. But they like each other. Yeah. Remember the first time he met him when he went back, because if anyone didn't know 48 Hours, he uh, Nick Nolte was a cop. He had to get Eddie Murphy, who was a criminal, out of... He had to get him a 40-hour pass to get out so they could uh, capture or uh, get the Dexter's dad, is what I'll refer to him as. I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> they got uh, Dexter's dad out, and uh, he had been... Eddie Murphy had been in a gang, and he was trying to get his money back. He was trying to get his car back and everything. And then at the end of the movie, he had to go back in prison. And he had had a good friendship enough with Nick Nolte where he was like, can you watch my money in my car for me while I'm inside? And he's like, you can trust me. I'll do it. And he does it. He's like, uh, he, he he's ends still up driving the same car. piece of shit. Yeah, well, he, he, he says, uh, I'm going to take some money out for to buy a new car. And he buys the same piece of shit car that he was driving. Because <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was great because you didn't know what had happened when he gets him out. But something happens. This uh, this was the one with the motorcycle gangs. Oh, yeah. And it was just a very was Walter a Hill movie. This element. is one of the, my, my favorite Walter Hill movies because it has everything that he has in all his movies like Red Heat and uh, The Warriors or all his other movies all kind so of where come to Roxanne. one. Uh, yeah. yeah, when he's on the, uh, the bus, the yeah. bus flips. Like, he's like, I was in a bus that flipped forty-seven times. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so he has to get him out because he he has some connection with the biker gang and he knows he can help him. And he's about to get out anyways. And Nick Nolte gets him out early, and but 
the thing is Nick Nolte's kind of holding his money back from him until he helps him. He uh-huh. says, hey, I gave you that money in good faith. You need to give me the, this money back. And remember, he drives to his house and he sees his car. He's like, oh, my God, look at all that dust in my car. You parked my car outside your house uh, this whole time? And uh, right when he gets out and he hits his, like, uh, key fob kind of thing, his car blows up. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, Nick Nolte has one of my favorite lines in everything. He's looking at it and he's like, he's like they blew up my car. And Nick Nolte's like, man, you got no money, no car. You ain't having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had a couple of fights. Remember when he goes and meets him initially, and oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy hits him in the face with the basketball. But he was just getting him even, wasn't he? No, that was the scene oh, that's okay. leading up to it. So at the very beginning, uh, Eddie Murphy gets so angry and nails Nick Nolte in the face with the uh, basketball. Uh-huh. And he gets restrained and everything. Well, when they're out in the middle of the movie, like in the middle of nowhere, a scene happens and then you don't think of anything and Nick Nolte screams, hey! And then Eddie Murphy turns his head and Nick Nolte clocks him as hard as he can in the <laughs> oh, mall. Shit. And he's like, what the fuck was that? I thought yeah. we were even. Yeah. He's like, no, that was for the basketball. Now we're even we can start fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so great, but the action in it, uh, that biker gang was awesome. Yep. The main biker was the guy from uh, Toy Soldiers. He's the one that oh, took yeah, over yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the he took base. over the school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the other terrorists and everything. Uh, but this was also the one where they were trying to pin stuff on Nick Nolte, and Nick Nolte knew that the drug boss, the the Iceman, was, was out there that? and he was fucking with his life and he didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick Nolte was sure he knew who it was. He thought it was Kevin Ty, and Kevin Ty was the guy from uh, Chop Poker. It's the Blade Runner. It was the Blade Runner dude. Well, right? that's who it ended up being was Brian James. Oh, yeah. uh, who was in the first one? Who yep. played a cop played in the a first cop. one? It, so like, it's interesting that you never in a million years thought it was because he was kind of legit. They didn't even know when yeah, so they started alert. writing two. They were like, <laughs> we're going to change his character. But one of my favorite <laughs> scenes is... Nick Nolte is so convinced that Kevin Ty, the guy from Chop Poker mm-hmm. uh, and Roadhouse, was Roadhouse. The, was the ice man. <laughs> they were having like remember they were having the trial to see if uh, if Nick Nolte was going to lose his uh, kind of uh, his badge and everything else, and he busted into the courtroom with Eddie Murphy and pointed at Kevin Ty. He says, "That's it. That's the ice man." And Eddie Murphy's like, "No, Jack, it's not the guy." He's he's like, "No, that's got to be him. That's got to be the ice man." He says, "You don't forget who you stole a half million dollars from. That ain't the guy." <laughs> and then later on, when they're doing the deal, I, I love it when. Uh, Brian James uh, comes around the corner. He says, that's him. That's the Iceman. <laughs> um, they have that great shootout at the strip club and everything. Uh, I love another Because if you're going to have a shootout. Yeah. Great better place. Not a bad place. You know? Also, one of my favorite scores has that great Walter Hill kind of Western action type movie that's when it's not even, it's not a Western, but it, a lot of this movie has that uh, New Mexico kind of feel to it, and that everything. Dusty. Which, uh, yeah, that dusty kind yeah. of feel. I mean, he likes doing stuff. that. Shit. Was it the first one where Eddie Murphy walks into the bar and does That's the redneck? The scene I remember. Well, he does it in, in both movies. Oh, the does first he? one he does it as the cowboy, right? Yeah, yeah. He puts on the hat because he's in yeah. the redneck. He's bar. in the redneck. That's right. right. In yeah. the second one, he's actually in uh, the black bar. Remember, that's where Nick. Nol- he's making Nick Nolte feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> but then he shoots that guy in the foot. Remember, and he shoots up in the air and he like controls the whole yeah, uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. That first one is the new sheriff in town. Yep. Name Reggie Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good. Yeah. Another forty-eight hours. Can't Hell go yeah. Um, all right. So this one is. Named as the original, kind of a remake, but not really a remake. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Predator, 2018. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude. 
You could go in. This is this is definitely all those are sequels. Basically, what it is. Every this was like sequel. Predator Three, though. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it can be a third. Yeah, because I got I got one coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I love this one. You still have not seen this? The 2018 Predator. I don't know. I don't it's think good, so. But the guy from Narcos is the main nope, guy. Definitely not. Uh, and then Key, uh, put, uh, Keegan Michael Keegan, Keegan uh, yeah, is Keegan in this. Key. And Thomas Jane and oh, Sterling K. Brown's Oliver, in it. Oliver, uh, no, what's her name? I love her in this too. Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, she was yeah. great in this. I'm um, not against watching it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's one of those movies that I you like. kind of have to go in thinking, uh, it's another Predator movie. Is it going to be Predator versus Aliens or not? Not to Predator knock the wrong Fishburne <laughs> one, but there was it was subpar for a, a good amount of it. Yeah, and so you didn't know what you're going to get. And then when I saw this in the theater, I was like, holy crap! Right. Well, and like they, I they nailed it. I, I really feel like you know you could get rid of the whole Predator versus Alien and Predators. You could yeah, yeah. put those over like to you the said, side. You could be number three. and just make this number three. You know, Absolutely. right after the Danny Glover one. Um, um, and I think they even mention, you know, the fact that in like 1987 they had made yeah, contact. I think they did. Um, and there was a similar story that was going on or yeah. whatever. Um, so they do their own throwback to it. Um, so yeah, uh, what's his name? Quinn McKenna um, plays Boyd, and he's awesome. Man. Yeah, dude, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's he is a hot right now. He's, he's the guy from Narcos. He's yes. the guy from Logan. Remember, he had the mechanical arm in Logan, yeah. and yeah, he's huge. If you like that guy, watch Narcos because mm-hmm. yeah. he's in. Two, he's also two in seasons, the Hatfield and McCoy. Yeah, awesome oh, is in that it? too. But the. That's twenty hours of watching that. He's the star of yeah. Narcos. That's what yeah. will, that's what will eventually get me to see it too, because he is amazing. So he's basically like a mercenary, or he's a soldier. He's not a mercenary. Um, and sometime where's the difference? I know, right? Um, <laughs> well, but he, you know, he works for the government and he's on a mission and everything like that. And the mission goes wrong, um, and he makes contact with a predator and gets his ass kicked, mm. but gets away. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty good, man. I, I know. Anything short of a draw, that's <laughs> yeah. a good deal with a predator. Um, and so they they take him and start questioning him about it, and he tells them like, "Look, you guys want to know like if I saw an alien?" And like, "Yes, maybe, I saw an alien." Maybe I saw this. Was his eye all fucked up while they were interviewing him? Like no. one of those blown out red eyes? I don't think I so. Don't think okay, so. That was um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he mailed because he mailed some of the stuff back to himself, which right? Is a, I, which is a big I, thing. I saw this. Okay. Then. okay. I, I thought you had, but yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that I do remember. And so his son is like autistic yeah. and is really good at puzzles and he's super smart. And they take um, Quinn McKenna and they mm-hmm. put him on a bus full of like crazy soldiers yeah. you know what i mean and so that's kind of that's his gonna thing. be a scary bus <laughs> i know right and we'll, we'll come back to that because that's thomas a funny jane scene. with his tourettes oh, oh man. fuck <laughs> shit you know like, like my pussy yeah did you, did you say like your pussy yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think that's what you said oh. <laughs> um it'd be yeah him and then uh keegan michael key oh. like the two those of guys you never thought that that would be the perfect pairing for this oh. movie but they were so great he just together. triggers him constantly oh, like it's, it's so great so fucking funny all the way to the end yeah of their all the way to the end of their stuff you know yeah. um also the guy from this is us was great in this as the um uh, the guy from uh the black guy sterling k, sterling brown. k. brown oh sterling from... k brown he's also one of the big actors right now but he was so great in this oh he, yeah w- one of my favorite characters of probably 2018 because he was that i don't give a shit uh really outspoken i'm here to do this type of stuff and i don't care who knows it mm-hmm. uh, and will sell my mother out to do it yeah that character um also trevante rhodes was nebraska yeah, he's he was the guy who had the big scar on his face. And oh he, yeah, he, he was, was good. He, he was, was good. Uh, every one of those guys. Yeah, 
really they cast it really well yeah this was shane black that did it who has obviously a big connection with the original predator right and obviously with 80s movies i mean he wrote lethal weapon lethal weapon 2 never heard of it yeah (laughs) (laughs) didn't make the uh didn't make the list but uh yeah i mean and we can keep talking about it if you want or we can move what was your favorite action sequence in it um dude honestly the very end scene oh when the guy turned out of the suit yeah yeah yeah. had my favorite line what is that my new suit bub yeah Um, oh, it's so great. And they if we do not see him in that fucking suit, I am going to fucking riot. Yeah. They need to make that. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah. They need to bring him back and because make it. Because they even they even say like, you know, this is basically saying like you are now ready to yep. bring on challengers, you know, this is new technology. Oh, like, oh, oh come it's on. So great, man. I got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to while while we move on to the next one, yeah. I'm going to move and I'm going to check and see if they are doing another yeah. one. <laughs> Check up Shane. Shane Shane would probably be behind it. So if you looked up uh, Shane Black's upcoming films. Uh, all right, Dave. All right. <laughs> this one I saw again recently after not having seen it for a long time. And I forgot it was way better than I remembered it. Yes. Nice. Is uh, The Bourne Legacy. Oh, that drone. And that wasn't even that my favorite scene. To, it, it was a great yeah, scene. It's one of my favorites. It's an awesome scene. Yeah, it's really good. But... Uh, I think I, I originally had pushed back because I was because I was such a big fan of the Matt Damon the Matt Damon yeah, one. That's what I was going to ask. And if I was this like was that one or not? It, I it, still haven't seen the one that t- comes after this. The one that's just Jason Bourne. I, ha- I haven't. I seen saw it. that one. I think one. I have. I, I haven't. I saw that one. It was. I mean, it was. It was just, what you think? It, it was is? a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. You know, it wasn't disappointing. It wasn't like you know, holy fuck. I think most people walked into this concerned because Jeremy Renner, uh, he but, hadn't done Hawkeye yet. I don't think. Maybe not. No, I don't think I don't so. Think but this, he, be, this was they, well before they set that. it up well because you knew there was a whole program from of the all, other, other ones, agents. Yeah, of other agents. It really so does. You work could well. literally just, you know. And there's a new show out called <clears throat> Treadstone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll so. do. It, I mean, the government conspiracy, big information, oh, yeah. uh, rogue agents. It's got they everything really you just... want in a. And they mix in that chemistry. This one had a lot to do yeah. with the pills that they take, which they didn't have that. Yeah, in the other ones. In the other this ones, one was... they touched on it. The other ones were so close to the same thing mm-hmm. that this was kind of a, bre- a breath of fresh air to come into yeah. it with a new actor, with a new kind of thing. Because how many more times can you see him staring at Joan Allen through the window or David Strathairn? And and, uh, yeah. and they of, and they were in this both of them. I cannot tell you. I confuse the supremacy and ultimatum all the time. Oh yeah, the it's whole almost story like the same movie. It's almost like the yeah, same movie. The, it's all just one storyline. Yeah, it really know? is. So um, interesting fact. So um, Born Legacy and Avengers, which I think is the first time that Hawkeye made an appearance, yep. Yep. both came out in 2012. Interesting. Yeah, he had a big year that year. Yeah. yeah, huge year. I mean, he was he he did a lot of his own stunts in yeah. this movie. Oh, he was jacked, jumping from building to building. Yeah. That crazy scene at the end. I don't want to get too far into it, but they had it, the movie almost has like three parts to yeah. it i haven't seen it in so long but i have it digitally and i have it the hard copy he was literally up in the mountains just doing like survival stuff yeah and i guess the agents just come back and check in and get a physical yeah, and, like sleepers and, and then they send him back out and mm. if nothing happens then nothing happens but remember the scene with the guy from nurse jackie what's his name which guy from nurse jackie He's the one that was in the lab that flips out and shoots all his colleagues. Oh, the guy from uh, the bald bald dude. Yeah, the guy also from, from uh, twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. He, uh, what's his name? 
Uh, Paul's looking at it right now, folks. Yeah. Hold here. with him. Hold. Wait. Oh, it. you're talking about the the uh, the Gelano. He has a very foreign name. Like this guy right here in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That guy. Yeah. That dude right there. <laughs> that guy he, right they there. They show that scene. They're doing virology tests, and they, they do something to him that makes him go in and just office workplace shooting yeah. style. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then turns the gun on himself. They leave... Um, my girl Rachel Vice. Rachel Vice. Um, my wife's like, no, <laughs> you're my girl, but <laughs> <laughs> I really like Rachel Vice. She's cool. She's cool. <laughs> She's great. Fi- She's just such a Daniel great. Craig for anyways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Daniel Craig money or looks or physique. All right. Anyway. <laughs> now I'm just sad. So basically, she. So she. One of the greatest scenes in that whole thing is so the drone strike had happened oh, already. Love it. If you want to talk about that a little bit, you no, probably, I don't even remember it. I remember I loved it. The, he put <laughs> like it was the drone was, was tracking like, yeah. to him. It was getting ready to shoot him, and he had put the, his tracker. He that whole stuff his, with the other soldier that he met. In, yeah, like, yeah, it was like a safe house or something. Yeah, it was where a they safe were both house, safe, but they didn't like, really trust each Arctic other. Circle or something. Yeah, it was really well done. It was very well done. So he's running out of meds. Yeah, and they discontinue the <laughs> do you drone. Do know anything about Treadstone? They need the meds. They yeah. need their meds. They, they get the they, headaches. They do. They f- their intelligence. And the great thing about this is, so he has to go get his meds. He goes and meets. He's going to get Rachel Vice at her house. He shows up right as the FBI came to her house, yeah. and you you're thinking they're interviewing her for stuff, but you soon to find out they're there to kill her. Yeah. Because they wanted to shut the program down. They had to kill all the scientists. Right. That's why they had that one dude do the office workplace yeah. shooting. So just as she's about to get killed, um, Jerry Renner shows up mm. and terraces around the apartment, up mm. around the Victorian house, mm. and blows up. So now they go on the lam, and that part was cool because they had to go. They were going to where the drugs were, which is like, it was like a third world country. Yeah. Hmm. Philippines, I think. Sorry, hmm. sorry, Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just exa- everything you wanted out of a born yeah. movie. You know, he. Sup- but the the underlying cool thing was he found out the meds increased your intelligence. Mm-hmm. He had, he he had a he was low IQ. Oh right. Oh wow. So he knew he was going to start becoming a dumbass. Me no feel no good. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. He's like, I need, they needed to go and get the virus so he could viral out of the program. Uh-huh. Like, instead of taking pills that, to deliver the thing, just give yourself yeah. the virus and now you have it forever. Right. But, so I had that yeah. <laughs> It was like, the awesome, uh, had that rooftop, yeah. Philippines rooftop chase scenes where he's, parkouring from building to building i mean they really were they, it was like it was the same guys who did the mission impossibles because yeah they were like the action sequences are flawless i would love to see a jason Bourne, uh ethan hunt crossover how Ooh, amazing would that be? that would be dope i mean that's something they could do i don't know if they both uh, write right. that script too send it to I'm some. Telling you. yeah well that might be two different companies i don't know who owns send it to uh, the I one think, that's got more money i think born is universal <laughs> but people and who is people uh, hook mission up Impossible i don't i've never have you has there ever been a movie that was rogue six straight crossover of two different universes uh, universes like that well the freddy versus jason that's was the true. big one but that took a long time for that to even happen yeah, and yeah. it turned out to be Predator versus Alien. That was the uh, same Predator company. Predator versus Alien was the same company. That okay. was both Fox. So it, 
whoever owns the Mission Impossible films. I mean, um, if it's, well, it says the first Mission Impossible is Paramount. Yeah, I think they're all Paramount. To be uh, honest with you, that's kind of their big thing because they. I think Paramount TV owned the the original series too. So for brokering deals, not, it'll never might happen. happen. I might put something out there that everyone's gonna be pissed at and they're not gonna see now. <laughs> Doing a comic book, I don't know. All right, this next one. Absolutely not as good as the first one. <laughs> in no way whatsoever. Mainly because... <laughs> well, hear about... Here it goes. Yeah. Well, mainly because the first one's on my top ten favorite okay. movies. Well, then it I, had a lot to live it. up to. We we owned it, uh, the original. I had to keep it under my bed so Mom wouldn't find it uh, for the longest time. <laughs> no. because at Are we the, allowed to talk about this? At the time, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you didn't say we could do porn on it. It's a film. It, it is in film. theaters. Come on, they got paid. <laughs> Cinematographer was there. <laughs> All right, they so... Had a no, the first, the first one was the bloodiest movie I had ever seen at that point and probably had the most f-words on it so i was kind of concerned my uh of our mom there was no hot shots too though this <laughs> i bet shinless is, has probably the most uh, this is not that I mean, that's not that <laughs> so robocop 2 1990 oh. i love the original robocop fucking amazing i just recently watched both of these the i got i showed dave i got the ultimate Blu-ray set, probably the best. He was Blu-ray very excited about it. I, yeah. I own of any movie is the new RoboCop. It cost me thirty bucks and it was completely fucking worth it. That's awesome. So it's got it's got the theatrical and it's got the the X-rated version that has all the extra blood and everything, which is a lot. Uh, and uh, it comes with like lobby cards. It comes with its full poster. It has like a hundred page book. It has stickers that say OCP. The That's box awesome. that it comes in is like fucking amazing. I'll have to show you next time you're over. Hell yeah. Uh, Robocop 2 though, I always thought, it, like I said, not as good as the first one, but super fun. Well, a lot of really yeah, Give the plot a little I'm bit so I can remember. wrap I remember my head around this with one. Oh, this, this was. Oh, okay. This was Kate. Oh, yeah, this was with this the, uh, the drug that they injected into their necks. Yeah. And who was the bad and, guy? And uh, the bad guy was Tom Noonan. Yeah. Uh, remember, they made yep. him mm-hmm. into the robot. Yep. Uh, Robocop 2 being not only the sequel, but the new robot also. So it started out, and it had that Paul Verhoeven feel to it, but it wasn't really Paul Verhoeven. I'm pretty sure Irvin Kirshner did his did this, who was the guy from uh, directed uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I might be wrong, though, but it's definitely not Paul Verhoeven. But they kept the Paul Verhoeven kind of feel to it. They did those commercials still that they are famous. he's famous for doing in uh, Starship Troopers, Total Recall, you mm-hmm. know, those. The ones Lisa Gibbons comes on. They had the Nukem, the new board game that's from right. Parker Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing exploding and everything. So they kept that in there. Oh, that's what the stuff uh, was called. It was called Nuke. Nuke. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's the big drug. So Detroit has gone to complete shit. This has like been like... <laughs> wow, come on. So uh, Robocop, Robocop came out in 87 and this came out in 90. So we're kind of led to believe that it's almost real time. That Robocop came along, he cleaned up the city and everything, but it's gotten too bad and these drugs have taken over. They shut the program down? Well, it, or they're worse. He's there, but it's not enough. They want, they want like a fucking something more militant, something more, even if it's like an army or something. So they got this group of people who are trying out these new robots. Remember oh, one, of yeah. them, one of them pulled his own head off yeah. and he, you see like a skeleton head underneath screaming yeah. and everything and uh, they're killing That's all the creepy. scientists and everything. So they go through a series of them that aren't working. 
And they're like, well, we, the the Murphy one is kind of problematic because they, we didn't wipe his memory clear and everything like yeah. that. So <laughs> he's got issues. Uh, yeah. Half the cops are dirty. You got that one dirty cop who kind of yeah. sells out RoboCop, and they, man, they torture his ass later on. Yeah, they did. But during this whole thing, you've got uh, yeah, they fucked him up good. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the Ronnie Cox character's not in this because he died in the first one. But the old man is back, and he's always the credited. Member he's always credited as the old man. Uh, no one calls him by anything but the old man. If you look up his uh, title, old man. Uh, and he's really great in this too. And uh, so he's still the head of it. And you've got this one kind of manipulative uh, lady that's trying to work her way up that kind of ends up sleeping with him so she can get everything approved. And during this whole thing of them trying to come up with a new Robocop, the drug scene is going crazy and the, uh, Tom Noonan's the head of the drug cartel and his name is Kane and he's got a huge crew and he's got that little kid on I'm the crew trying to, I'm he, trying to he find who he was my age at the time I think he was born in 75 so in 90 he must have been 15 probably 14 when they filmed it he was very charismatic this yeah. kid man very funny very charismatic uh, he was a voice trying of, to say you're not he was the voice of like <laughs> the brontosaurus in Land Before Time what uh, yeah um, was it Littlefoot or something I can't yeah <laughs> yeah um, I think it Happy might be Gab- Gabriel Day yeah, might be his name. Yeah, if you show me his picture, right, I right there. Uh, yeah, that's him. Yeah, uh, Gabriel Damon. He was great. He was like almost like the second level next to Kane. Can't shoot a charge. kid, can you, fucker? Yeah, bam, really like, good. Uh, I hear he has a brain. I want to fucking see it. Yeah, I mean he is really brutal. So yeah. they kidnap like uh, Murphy at one point. Yeah, and they, they torture him. They, they cut him in half and they pieces. and they drop him on like city hall and he's steps. Just sitting there moving. And then remember they <laughs> yeah. they fuck with Murphy's brain and remember they. They make him very like uh, cheesy and yeah. uh, uh, hello, like, hello, children. how are you doing? Yeah, uh, he like stay tells, in school. Yeah, and during like remember he goes to that one of my favorite scenes is where he uh, the kids robbing the, kids, the store. The kids in the Boy Scout troop are robbing the store. Baseball team, I think, and the baseball team. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they get there, and uh, Nancy Allen's still in this, so she shoots the the coach in the head, and they go in there, and he says, "Where is he?" And they still here. He says, "They're still here. They're everywhere." Yeah, and the little kids are right there, and the little kids are just like slapping. Uh, Robocop and running out of the store. And, I think uh, Nancy Ellen knows something's face. wrong with Murphy. She doesn't quite know what it is, and everything. Because kind of they've reprogrammed on a bunch of kids. Yeah. Well, they've reprogrammed them so they, to be docile it, so, to make it look like they do need a new. Like Robocop. he's more like customer relations now. So yeah. there's you a know? there's a great scene. So Kane, that's a definite emotion from, yeah. from Top Gun on the street. Yeah. So Tom Noonan gets captured and uh, killed. Well, not quite what? killed. Yeah. They save him alive. Remember when they they end up. Great scene where they cut into his head, and they cut into his body, and they have his they intact have his, spine, they have his, his brain, spine, and brain eyes. nerves, and the That's eyes right. just yeah. hanging in that tube. Yeah, and they put him in a Robocop soup in the uh, soup. A Robocop <laughs> soup. <laughs> That's a terrible soup. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> any other one is. We'll better. be posting the recipe to that the later on. Yeah, <laughs> clam chowder. Yeah. <laughs> So they put him in a new suit, and everyone's freaking out. You can't put him. He's a fucking killer and everything. And they're, like, feeding him nuke. Yeah. Remember? And Giant the, fucking canisters, canisters like, bigger like, than your mason yep. jar. And he you has know? his hand out, and they have, like, that screen where you could see his face almost like yeah. uh, Lawnmower Man style. Yeah, on, yeah exactly. On and uh, then it goes all the way down to the end where they're kind of presenting him to the board of directors and the city and everything. And uh, the old man has a canister and nuke, <laughs> and he goes nuts, and he starts attacking him. And, and yeah. And, uh, then the female from the scientist. last 15 minutes is just like Robocop against Kane busting through walls throwing oh, yeah. off buildings and the old man is going behave yourself behave yourselves <laughs> that yeah, was really fun dude I love oh, that it. shit it was a really dude. great line <laughs> uh, 
and it was great. It was fun, man. You could tell that it wasn't as highbrow and as much of a kind of solid script in a movie as mm-hmm. that first one, but it was still everyone that went in there had a great time. Still, that briefcase machine gun that the kid whips out yeah. is like one of the favorite pieces of technology I've ever seen. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of good stuff. He just like <laughs> just flops it down and just all of a sudden he's got a fucking machine gun. Yeah. Like I don't remember number three. I, I remember it not being good. He flew in number three. Is that what he it had was? a jetpack and uh, he. Yeah, that's what it happens. wasn't. It wasn't Peter Weller either. They no, got a it was guy. somebody yeah. else. When you switch actors yeah. and then make them fly. And he basically sided with the citizens and took on OCP yeah. because they had become like a you know militant power. Which makes basically. sense. That's kind of where they were going, but yeah, it just they didn't put. You know, if Peter Wells not signing back for it, that the script is he saw the script and he's like, nope, no, no, thank you. You got to be concerned when the main actor in the originals doesn't come back for that particular reason. It's different if they're not coming back for money or whatever. I think Nancy Allen gets killed in two, doesn't she? Not in two. So if she does, it's three. Spoiler alert! (laughs) Spoiler alert! Oh crap! (laughs) I ain't watching it now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, RoboCop two. It's certainly fun, man. But check out one first, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) All right. These are the ones. Yeah, the these ones. are the ones, bud. These are the ones. Uh, this one is not number one. This one's like number four, maybe. Oh, nice. Uh, 2007, Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, nice. Yeah. This was good, man. Dude, I liked the premise of this movie. Which the one, one after Which this? one was this? Because I have seen Is this the one where... Justin Long. He, okay. Yeah. He was way better than I thought oh, he was yeah. going to yeah. be. Yeah. Dude. The one after this was horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't even fucking okay. watch it. Is that it. the one where he goes to Russia or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like, and yeah, shit. Come on, so dude. bad. Yeah, <laughs> I almost on, walked bro. out of the Bruno theater. needed the money, man. Yeah, I guess, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one, though, this is where I learned what the term fire sale means. Yeah. You know? Um, and Great villain. Timothy, and a sub-villain. Timothy Oliphant. And, and that girl. She's yeah, so I'm, good in this. I'm trying to find, I think it's Christina Chang. <laughs> What did he say? I just like, dropped something. Yeah, your, I, just I just dropped your, your Asian your, hooker your, bitch down an elevator. Oh, that's shit. Uh, yeah. Kevin Smith. We got to mention Kevin Smith. Oh, definitely. Smith, yeah. Oh, you down with the fat? Is that this <laughs> one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you brought him into my main, my, uh, headquarters my layer, or my man. lair. That's what yeah. Layer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's shouting to his mom upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe, maybe Maggie Q. Was, Maggie Q. I, that's that's who exactly it was. who it was. She's she's awesome. Great. Dude. Yeah, she's a stunt woman who's also really good. She's very all, similar to Kelly Hughes. This was a very good movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it was really good. She's also great in um, Balls of Fury. Maggie Q. Oh my god, she was yeah. so gorgeous in Balls uh, of Fury. Oh too. yeah, dude. Like, I didn't want to like this movie because. When they cast Justin Long, he was the he was the he gets a bad rap. Yeah, dude. at that he point was he was the he was the Mac guy. He was Mac. Yeah, when and it was Mac it was like how is that gonna oh, that's right. Yeah, he and was great. He was I had never seen a stand up or anything he had ever done other than Mac. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like this. They is must have be just weird. put him and Bruce in the room together. And, and they when did they, well when they yeah. had that mm-hmm. kind of charismatic back and forth because yep. that's what it was. It was just those two guys bouncing off each other really mm-hmm. well. He, it's sort of. It's like the buddy comedy. Almost. Yeah. And the, his daughter in this, wasn't yeah. it the girl from uh, Cloverfield uh, Lane? Yeah, yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winston. One of the first things she had done for, oh, that yeah. I had seen was this. Um, also, Cliff Curtis is the FBI deputy director in this. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other people in here, too. Tim- Timothy yeah, Alphonse was great. Yeah, yeah Timothy Alphonse was a great was, villain, he was man. really good. Really good. Um, and so, yeah, so basically the plot is, you know, Timothy Oliphant is a, a hacker. Um, and he's going to... 
What is he? You can do something to the water system, maybe. I think I, so. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and you know, like, uh, yeah, that's right. He wanted to infect people with a virus, and then he was gonna. He had like the uh, the antidote, and he was gonna end up going to Canada. I mm-hmm. think and starting a drug company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's um, evil. <laughs> there was like an EMP type thing going on too. Because remember, all the electricity was out. Because I think that's how they found Kevin Smith. Because he was the only one that they knew had a generator, and he was the only house that had a light on. Yeah. So they had to take like a helicopter or something yeah too. yeah cool. um and i mean there's some crazy fucking action, action sequences in the this. elevator shaft scene was oh, that was Where, my favorite yeah when dude. they were just fighting in it you know and yeah. then the car dropped with her um i love the part where um he like flies his car into the helicopter <laughs> like just because it's so unbelievable yeah. you know what i mean it, but it like, did, for me it didn't really jump the shark until the fighter jet was in yeah. the, under the bridge at the yeah. end yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one where you're like oh, okay yeah <laughs> it still didn't ruin the movie it no, no ruin the movie. Was, but it was definitely i expect some of that yeah. in these movies yeah but this i mean yeah. you know to be number four or five in the series whatever it is you know yeah. like i mean I, even after two i mean when you see that when you see him eject cr- yeah. past the camera in number yeah. two you're like, <laughs> you're, you're like okay, okay yeah yeah um yeah but i mean i i was surprised at how good this one yeah. was i i didn't think it was going to be as good I as think it was everyone felt that way too. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't. like <laughs> you know it was like dude not another die hard yeah. all right fine i'm gonna go see it yeah. but it better be fucking good and it was yeah, you know it was good um so yeah i own the first four this is the last one i'll own yeah i, I won't i, I watch unless the they come out with one when him and justin long come it's, back it's together, maybe. police academy in russia yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the perfect. Yeah, what a single tear coming down! <laughs> you just ruined my number one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I would bet a million dollars on your number one. Uh, all right, Dave. Number one, my number is one. It a biggie. It's a biggie. Did it make money? I think it made some money. Right. It. I want to say that I. It, it's not as iconic to me because of the time period where I saw the first one. Yeah. But I like it better. A lot than, of people, this is their better than the hmm. original. You think? No, I think people? most people would say the original is okay. the best. So, but this is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, the Last Crusade. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think that's probably. I thought my you favorite were doing. Uh, I thought you were doing Temple of Doom. No. So I'm totally. I went and watched Temple of Doom for nothing. <laughs> well, no, did didn't. you really? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have been able to. I could talk about those movies without ever yeah. watching them again. I. <laughs> yeah. I I love the I, I love the third I one. thought yeah. about both of them, yeah. but mm-hmm. I was like, I was gonna say because I think a lot of people do. That's why I had mentioned that a lot of people might like number one or two better than one because I have heard a lot of people that do like Temple of Doom more than uh, mm-hmm. Raiders. I, I'm I'm most Kalima. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm most familiar with this one. I saw it the most times. Yeah. I was you know it came out when I was older. You I know, had the poster on my seen, wall. Oh, that's for, awesome! Uh, Temple uh, Cru- Last Crusade. Um, you know, I'd already seen the other two, but this one had like the biggest impact yeah. on me. It was the most memorable. That year, this is the massive. last one in the series. Oh, yeah. that was eighty nine. If you knew that, well, this, this is yeah. The last that's where one they ended it. Yeah, this is the last one in yeah, the series. That's the, I'm so I'm glad. Pretty sure this is nineteen. Like, if they had tried to make like a crystal skull, yeah, or something like, like about that. aliens. I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with with like I don't know Shia LaBeouf in yeah. or something like that. Like I just that's terrible. career suicide. Yeah, he would never agree to that. Yeah, he's never. Re- he's redeemed himself though since then. No, this year he's he's two of the biggest movies he's ever done in his career this year. That Honey Boy one is massive, and so isn't that that peanut butter. Oh yeah. My problem with that no, movie was like no, him. no, it was yeah. everything. I mean, he, he, I mean, he they had him do a lot of stupid shit in that Kate movie. Kate Blanchett. People right. forget 1989 was one of the biggest years for movies ever. 
Really? And we were, Last Crusade came out. Also came out. Leave the Weapon 2. Back to the Future 3. Were you going Batman, to the movies at that point? No. And <laughs> it pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> I was. Yep. <laughs> Back to the Future. I did towards the end of 89 because I, okay. was, I was getting out of the Christian <laughs> school. Uh, but... That that year was massive. Like yeah. every movie that was coming out that year was a hit. So it did. It was a summer movie too. So it was uh, the the plot was awesome. The second they oh, got yeah. Sean Connery on board, people yeah. were like, "We're uh, going, we're going." Not that but, they weren't anyways, but the, it, the reason why I like this movie that first twenty minutes of him as a kid. Oh yeah, doing the young Indian oh, with River Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. River Phoenix, yeah, and then it cut right to, to him on the. From. Uh, yeah. It cut. Right to yeah, it solved a lot of things you that yeah. you wanted to see, but so they didn't like jam rights. it in your face. Yeah. Right. That's when he d- did it well. Like he's done it before, where he did it poorly. Luke uh, Spielberg, Spielberg yeah. yeah. But this was done well, and it cut right to him fighting on the boat. Yep, with mm-hmm. the same to get cross, the cross, yeah, to come back, yeah. And but the, just how things link together in the story they told. I mean, I don't believe in the in the cup of Christ. But. Yeah, but. If it, if there's an artifact out there worth that money, I mean, yeah, man, I'm all about that. But dude, I they're they're the end journey, like that, you know, all the booby, the little tricks, the and, booby traps, yeah, the booby traps, um, yeah, and stuff like that. And I think it was probably at the time one of the most like mesmerizing scenes yeah. to me was the invisible walkway oh, that he tossed oh, yeah, yeah, the rocks yeah. onto. Yep, I was just yeah. like, oh my god, like yeah, that was so great. And you know what I forgot? I watched it recently yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I had seen it. Only six months ago, mm-hmm. so that's how much I like this one. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one in a decade. Oh, oh wow! And I probably all, I should all, go see it. They're all good, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. All three of those you can't go wrong with. Yeah. All three of those. A lot of people but think the second one was a little too dark, but I this love one that about it was super funny. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When he met, when he finally met up like, with Inside Sean Connery, Junior, funny. Yeah. yeah. Like one of my has one of my favorite lines in any Indiana Jones movie uh-huh. where. They were they they finally get them in the castle. He goes in and he uh, remember he pretends to be the, the yeah. he pretends to be the the guy uh, doing the tapestry. How dare he? <laughs> I don't. So he sneaks. I say the, that a lot. That he line. sneaks How into the castle, he? and he finally they get his dad. He brings the diary with him. Yeah. He's like, you didn't bring it with you, did you? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> they start fighting. So finally, they get him in the chair. He's like, this is how we say goodbye. And yeah, yeah, that was funny. But they look in the book. When the part when they noticed later on, he had pulled pages out and he gave it to Marcus. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh-huh. like, "Where's the pages?" He's like, "Marcus Brody has them." Oh, so yeah. she yells that, and he's yeah. like, "He's got a two day head start. Yeah. <laughs> he knows people in every village from here to the Sudan. Yeah. He speaks twelve different languages. Yeah. Knows every He'll blend local. In. You'll yeah. never find him again. He'll blend in. Yeah. You'll never find him. Yeah. <laughs> they cut right to him. Does anybody speak American?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite scene, other than again that dude, that end sequence is just so great. Oh, like when that whole road to get there with the yeah. tanks and all that stuff. Well, oh yeah, oh, that yeah, tank dude. scene was awesome, man. Yeah, man, really good. The music, the music was kicking. Oh, uh, wonderful. That scene. Um, uh, I, uh, John Williams. I love who? the uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the uh, the scene on the beach with the plane coming inbound. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, yeah. takes the umbrella, yeah. and gets oh, up yeah. all the seagulls mm, yeah, yeah. and you know like the scene with the rats. I mean, the scene with the rats in the sewers oh. and the catacombs. Oh, that's was right. That girl too. was great too. Oh, she was awesome. She yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. They uh, had her do a lot of that scene yeah. with the rats crawling through her long oh, yeah, blonde yeah, yeah. hair. That mm. would, <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. 
Yeah. I'd have to hang out with a rat, get to know him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Williams really kicked it with that music in that one too, man. Yeah. I'm glad they gave him his due in the uh, last Star Wars movie, putting him in a cameo. Did I tell you about that? He's, he plays like the, he plays a bartender fighter. for like two oh, seconds. Oh, is that what it is? No, the fighter was uh, C-3PO oh, okay. uh, out, of his, uh, out of his suit. That's like, awesome. But it was really uh, cool that they gave John Williams that thing. So, yeah, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, loved it. Yeah, it was great. Action movies go. And they're still. I, I remember going to. Did you ever go to? Um, you've been there. Uh, was it Universal? Oh yeah. That had oh, the, MGM. MGM that yeah. had the stunt show. Hollywood, the live stunt. Hollywood Studios now, I think is what it's called. The live oh, really? stunt show with oh, the yeah. with the heat. With yeah, the heat. Dude, the heat. <laughs> it's sit funny, there that's and what everyone remembers. Absolutely. Like, I would always. Someone told me when I got there, they were like. Sit in the fifteenth row. Yeah, yeah. There was tons of seating, and people were trying to get as close as they could. Yeah, and someone came to me and said, "Get in the fifteenth row." And I yeah. said, "Why? Yeah. Probably must have a better view." So that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Nope. I realized very quickly why you wanted and to be in that fifteenth row. Even in the fifteenth row. row, you could oh, still yeah. feel yeah. the heat. I don't know right. if you were with me the one uh, one time I went there, but I went there one time where you know they had the plant in the audience. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. sat in front of me. Oh really? He was super excited. And I, yeah. I looked at whoever I was with and I was like, this is the plant. Yeah. Said, I, I can I can guarantee it. Yeah. And I did. He picked him out and that was uh, That's the awesome. plant that they used and it was really fun. It, it was I was blown away when I first saw it. We yeah. were we were young. Yeah. yeah we yeah, were super me too. young. Like eighty yeah, six. Yeah. Or when did Indiana um, Jones come out? Yeah, it was the same time so we was, saw that Muppets thing. We went there once. We went with in '83 and we, we went in '86. We went a bunch of times yeah, yeah. with Kelly. Yeah, it was fun. Went had to do that every time because it was just a great show that yeah. they put on. Yeah, it was clever. And they're making a new one. That so I would hope that they would learn from their mistakes with the uh, that one that shall not the torch be made. To someone That's else? what it needs to happen. That Dude, was Chris but Pratt. Then again, that wasn't the problem. <laughs> that with, would actually probably that work. wasn't the problem with uh, Crystal Skull. Uh, no, Harrison the, Ford was not the problem. No, no, he was good. He was the only good thing about the <laughs> I just th- and this is the movie where either I turn to you or you turn to me that, yeah, that after the it. opening yeah. scene I can like, leave we can go at any time that's the first that, time yeah. I've ever been in a theater with him Paul and I have probably seen a hundred movies together yeah mm. I'll I'll sit through a lot yeah <laughs> but yeah. it was the worst that opening scene with all those heavyweight actors yeah. was some of the worst acting I've mm. ever no. seen. And I don't know how he wouldn't. Where they go to the big warehouse. The warehouse, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the funniest. In in Last Crusade, they were in that underground tunnel with all the rats. Mm -hmm. And he looks at the drawings that are down there. And he sees the Ark of the Covenant. And she's like, what is that? Is that the Ark? She, he's like, that's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you sure? Are you sure? He's like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, number one uh, for me, and this was one that is absolutely ten times better than the original, in my opinion. And I like the original; ten I thought it was good. Times. But I, I thought this was so good that this was this is up on my list of one of my top twenty fantasy movies. Uh, and unfortunately, for a lot of people who did not like the first one as much. I don't think they ventured to the second one, and they they sure as shit should have, because this was some world creation and some masterful uh, filmmaking here. And this is Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Never saw that. Absolutely love it. Did you see the first one? Uh, Yeah, I did. Uh, see the second one. Yeah. The second one's 10 times I like the man. first one. It is unbelievable. I did the too. first one was good. It was good. But this one, this one took it to the next level. This is with the guild uh, guys with the guild. Yep, and this was the, that first and the one. the fire uh, girl. The Fire Girl, and yeah. you've got obviously Hellboy and his obsession with the cats and everything. And uh, Jeffrey Tambor is kind of the leader of the uh, the paranormal kind of thing. But the thing that Hellboy 2 did that the first one didn't do is at the very beginning, you see John Hurt talking to uh, young Hellboy. And he tells him this fairy tale about this 
this king who uh, is fighting these creatures in the forest. And the king ends up getting this one kind of expert uh, mechanical kind of engineer type guy to create the golden army for him. And the golden army had no kind of uh, uh, sympathy for anything. They would just go out and they'd slaughter everything. And it got so bad that they had to have a truce and they had to shut down the golden army. This is just the backstory of uh, what was going to go on. Mm. And they broke up the crown into three pieces and not until you had all three pieces together would you have the power to summon up the golden army again and the, you don't want uh, it. <laughs> one, one went to the prince one went to the princess and the king had one and the problem is the print the prince was a maniac and now we cut like 300 years later and everything and uh what was great about this is we finally got to realize the, uh when they introduced the troll market do you remember that uh, yes. Under the Brooklyn Bridge, there is a realm or a portal that will take you into. I'm pretty sure it's there. That will take True. you into a parallel world where all the fantasy it's creatures called, live. It's called Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the best. That scenes. joke's way better than that laugh. Come on. So we bust. We bust ahead to. Uh, to Hellboy doing his thing, he's still kind of in the shadows, the whole company that Jeffrey Tambor runs. No one's kind of out publicly. Some Something huge happens at the art museum. And what's going on at the art museum is they're selling one of the parts of the crown. Well, the oh. prince leaves the realm to come back and to get it. And they he releases, he has that creature that uh, is kind of his bodyguard. And he has like this mechanical arm that shoots out at it. And there's a chain attached to it. And he'll hit people and he'll draw it back in. It's massive. He's like eight feet tall. Hmm. Really cool. And the guy who plays the prince is the guy who played the really evil vampire in Blade 2. Because this is Guillermo del Toro who did this movie. Who obviously went on did Pan's Labyrinth and did uh, Devil's Backbone, uh, Shape of Water. Uh, his name is Goss uh, something. Uh, Stuart Goss maybe. Some, Luke Goss. Yeah. Oh. I think Luke Goss plays the, uh, the Luke Goss in this. No, just Luke Goss. <laughs> he would be yeah, good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good. He was he's on in a, Deadpool. He was on Deadpool, a, uh, I think, too. He's really good. He was on a short list when we were trying to see if we could afford actors to come into town to do stuff. Yeah. I always thought he was great because he was a stunt. You could have got him back then. Probably back then. Uh, so he drops this. This is where the movie kind of like starts. He drops this case in there at the museum, takes the piece of the crown and leaves. And all of a sudden, you cut to Hellboy and them being called into this. Uh, something's happening at the museum. And they go in the museum, and everyone's dead. And it's like goo all on the ground, and you don't know why. Well, Abe Sapien has that ability to kind of uh, remember. He's got his mm-hmm. hand, and he can detect different things. And yeah. he's he's like, there's creatures in this room. And they're like, they're tooth fairies. He says, they feed on calcium. They'll start at your mouth, oh. and they'll eat all your teeth, and then work to your bones. Oh. He says, what we're stepping in isn't slime. It was the people that were oh. here. And so, all of a sudden, they bust out like hundreds of them. That uh, sounds bust like out. a terrible way to go, to be and honest with you. They're, yeah, they're shooting dude. all of them. I mean, the action in these movies and in Hellboy 2 was so fucking good. This is definitely has to be on your short list to check out, because you would love Hellboy 2. Just the action it's not a very short level. list. It's a big, long list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just as long. 125 yeah. pods, five movies per pod. It's short. But uh, well, Ron Perlman was so great in this movie, too. So, what happens is we get introduced. Do you remember there's a character that looks like he's in one of the. You ever seen those old uh, scuba diving suits that have the helmet yeah. Steve? and the suit? So, 
a, a German-speaking guy dressed in that suit that has this like ectoplasm like floating in the suit shows up, and he has this great German voice, and it's Seth MacFarlane. He yeah. basically sounds like the fish. <laughs> I saw he was listed. The, he sounds like the fish from, from American, uh, American uh, Dad. That's oh, the wow. Voice, that's yeah, the voice he's doing, that's basically. Yeah. And he knows everything, and he can open his suit out, and the his spirit will come out. Uh, he can also release just a tad of it. He brings one of the tooth fairy creatures back to life. He opens his finger, and a little bit of the smoke comes out and animates them. And they animates them so they can just talk to him and find out uh, where the troll. They find out if they can get to the troll village uh, or the troll city. It's they just can what, find full out. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much great fantasy in this. I liked it. So, I've anyways, they go to the Brooklyn Bridge, and they there's a homeless woman there, and they have what? these. Uh, things that they can put over their eyes and see her true self and it's a troll uh-huh. who lives at the bottom of the bridge uh-huh. the trolls are afraid of canaries so they bring a canary there and they're right. threatening her with the canary <laughs> for her to show her where the entrance to the troll city is and That's she eventually hysterical. opens it up and they go in the troll city it was like the cantina scene basically they, <laughs> they do a lot of they do a lot of fighting in there and they find the gr- the princess who has the other piece of the thing and it's just one thing after another There's like it comes down to this great scene where uh, Luke Goss, the prince, gets into the facility where Hellboy and them is, and she, he stabs Hellboy with a blade and breaks it off in him. And if he pulls it out, he'll die, mm-hmm. uh, he tells him. And he's, th- so they actually have to go on a secondary quest to get somebody, this creature, that will take it out of his uh, stomach before they can even get into this whole big scene at the end where the Golden Army gets turned on. Oh, wow. And it's so great that uh, Seth MacFarlane's character releases his uh, his ectoplasm and goes into one of the Golden Army ones, and they're all like glowing This guy red. write his own scripts. Oh, yeah. He sort of needs to be in the fantasy realm because he wrote I don't think he could write a movie that could yeah. be... Well, Hellboy's a comic book. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By, uh, written by uh, Mike Magnola. And so Mike Magnola wrote this with Guillermo, but Guillermo's got that kind of crazy imagination anyways, man. Clocks or some gears. gears? This whole movie, this is the gear movie. You could tell that this is like his gear wet dream because <laughs> he is obsessed with gears and you can really see Probably it. Probably lost his virginity did. in like a clock uh, tower or something. There was just <laughs> there was yeah. so much to this. There's so much comedy to this. This great scene where Abe starts falling in love with the princess and Hellboy's obviously in love with the Selma Blair character, Mm -hmm. uh, the fire girl, and they get rip-roaring drunk uh, together and they start singing these love songs and everything and at that moment, that's when the prince busts in so Hellboy has to fight him like a step behind and really drunk and everything and it's really, really funny to see shouldn't get drunk on duty, man. If you're around to save the uh, the world, you gotta put that stuff on I still haven't seen the new one, the uh, the one with David Harbour. I hear it's absolutely horrible. Really? I I haven't either. I've I've heard no good things about Ah, it. Uh, Because I thought it would be good with him in it. Ron Perlman has been pushing the Hellboy kind of uh, cart for years trying to get number three out. And they can still do it at, unless they sold something. I don't know. But everyone they who sold didn't – Ron Perlman out. Well, everyone yeah, that didn't like the David Harbour one, I think they were just – they like Ron Perlman as that character. It's hard to switch that Wouldn't character. It'd be like yeah. getting a different Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. And everyone loves David Harbour. That, and so if he couldn't get everyone around, then no one could because yeah. everyone yeah. loves him. And he's going to be huge in the new Black Widow movie. I think he is going to be the one character in Black Widow that everyone's going to be like, he stole the show. Mm. So he'll have good stuff coming out. Hopefully. Ron Perlman will have many stuff coming out. Hopefully still a 
Hellboy 3. He's been connected forever with uh, Guillermo because he was in that uh, Kronos. Mm-hmm. Do you ever remember that movie? That mm-hmm. I was one of Guillermo's first movie. It was yep. kind of a vampire movie yeah. dealing with artifacts, and uh, Ron Perlman was great in that. So, mm. Yeah, Hellboy 2, you could completely skip over Hellboy 1. I mean, it does establish these characters. I wouldn't say avoid it because it was good. It had some good stuff to it. Yeah. Dark had those Nazi characters that they brought back and everything, but Hellboy 2 was just... It was hitting on all cylinders, really, and I think that's what's kind of epitomizes good action sequels, you know? It, even movies like uh, Fast and the Furious or The Expendables or movies that we could have put on here, yeah. it's just they know their audience, they know the elements that they need to put in this movie and they have to hit on, and as long as you do it, it's, it'll at least be enjoyable and at yeah. least be packed with action. Nobody's, nobody's looking for deep intricate plot yeah. scenarios no no it's true and if you could do it movie, yeah. I mean you could do it like Born You'd Legacy clever, then, then yeah. you're good uh, but, but you don't have to but like Mission Impossible is just crazy to think yeah. about those movies and what ha- the things they have to do to get the thing done yeah it's a lot easier for canon films to do uh, Death Wish 3 or Mission yeah. in Action 2 just to put out those elements that everyone wants to see you got this many nude scenes. You got this many heads blown up. You got this many like uh, teeth being pulled out onto the board. You they know? got an algorithm they just so, feed it. Yeah, they, yeah. it's like it basically it is. is like it's like a non-written algorithm of what you need. Oh, to I'm hit sure on. it's written. Yeah, yeah it's probably. I'm sure it someone's collected data but on the last the problem is these, ten thousand films. They don't absolutely. make these movies anymore. And if they did, and they if they hit those algorithms right, people would love it. Man, oh, yeah. I think it would be cool to see an '80s movie. Someone try to make a movie. Yeah, '80s style. '80s style. Mm-hmm. as a movie now yep. but in like make just it look not, like an 80s movie and not yeah, mention it to anyone just kind of that's your kind of because they probably don't even make the cameras they used to film that stuff right yeah, yeah. well we got murder farm yeah <laughs> 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 right, i don't know if our budget yeah calls for specialty yeah we but always, it could it could be on those algorithms t- type stuff true. you know yeah so <laughs> that'll be coming soon but that does it for this week next week i think we're going to tackle some remakes Hell yes. You screwed yourself out of some Predator. That's all right. That's all right. I got uh, all of them. There's a, there's a, that is true. <laughs> there, are. there is a lot of great remakes out there, and a lot of them get bad kind of uh, press, and a lot of them deserve it. You know, Some of them are absolutely garbage and should be remade again you know, or just not touched again. But there are a lot of ones that, uh, that did a really good job with it for whatever reason. Uh, they just, like we said with this, they, they hit on those cylinders that everyone was looking, or they just – Developed it in a different way, you know. They made it a prequel more than a kind of uh, rehashing of it. So, spoiler alert: we will not be talking Fantastic Four. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No. no I forbid no. it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to draw a line somewhere, right? Yeah, that's where, where I draw down. the fucking line. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, then after that, I think we got uh, we got an actor pod coming up. We got some of the character actors ones. There's a, a lot of good stuff. I st- I know we still got like slapstick comedy and a whole bunch of other cool ass topics coming. Cool up. ass so topics. Hell yeah! Join us cool in the ass. next few weeks for sure. And uh, the Oscars are coming up. Well, hopefully they'll be and they might be announced by the time of the next pod fall. So maybe we'll talk a little of that too at the beginning. But uh, I it's usually kind of. Usually very similar to the Golden Globes, except for a couple key things. We're like, ah, and those key things better be Adam Sandler because we're fucking riding. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because he's not going to win it, but I still want him nominated. He should be nominated. He should be nominated. It doesn't take anything away from him to be nominated. He deserves it. That's the kind of key that it goes back to. So, And they use that as a badge of honor too yeah you can get half a million more dollars yeah academy (laughs) award nominee absolutely they put right on the front of every dvd every trailer every trailer and uh he might have that already for punch truck i'm sure he does i think he has it for golden globes at least because punch truck love got him a lot of notice back in the day you know what his he's got more than anything of though (laughs) 
Yeah. Money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix throws films hundreds throws. of millions yeah. of dollars oh at this guy, and he just... His movie with David Spade, yeah. when when they were like... I've seen it. It's, yeah. it's not Great. bad. I yeah. liked it a lot. It, it Do you was... remember the uh, what came out during that Sony hack, during one of the uh-uh. emails? One of the emails said, can we put something else other than an Adam, a boring-ass Adam Sandler movie? That was nice. one of the emails oh, that was released. I bet that guy doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler's like, I got fucking paid. What yeah. the hell are you talking about? Right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. got paid. Yeah. yeah. They They're, made money for everybody. movies make money. Make movies make money. They're always the top-rated movie. When they come out, the top-rated movies out yeah. there yeah and he showed himself in this last movie that he yeah. is uh, punch drug love we were surprised to see it but in this movie he put it prob- i bet he goes right back to doing the other stuff he's like i, just I had to not. remind people yeah. I, <laughs> I hope not he he has that ability to we're do- doing squeakle again <laughs> i'm gonna remake I mean, an alvin chipmunk yeah <laughs> you feel for this motherfucker so i yeah. hopefully yeah everyone go see it it's definitely worth it and i i have a feeling that it's not going to be in theaters long i have a feeling there won't be a sequel to it no uh, <laughs> it doesn't pan well for a sequel but yeah. <laughs> just uh but yeah, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on Facebook. We can also shoot us a uh, a like or a comment and or uh, a heart, as they say, on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes. Or if you want to shoot us an email, it's fascinatingwithfilms at gmail.com. You can look us up there. But until next time, see ya. Peace. Bye. Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Which one do you think I prefer? No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? <laughs> <laughs>